0: Hello, and welcome to episode 226 of the Gaming Fix podcast on June 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite video game demo. I'm joined today by
1: Pat. Hello. Um, I used to really like the demo for... Oh, fuck,
0: what's that game called? What, um, what, what console? What were you doing in this game? It's PC. It's
1: they okay. remade it like a couple years ago. Oh, we're never gonna. That, that, that's like, a I, that's a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, I had it in my head, and then, um, and then I was I just completely lost it as I was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like not outsiders, not outriders, out in outcast, 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 outcast. The game outcast.
0: Hey yeah yeah same thing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Outcast.
0: What what kind of game
1: is Outcast? It is like a action op, kind of open world action adventure shootery thing. A little bit of immersive yeah. sim going on. Um, I never actually have played through the full game. I have mm-hmm. the remake that they did. Sure. Um, it's the story is kind of stupid, but. It was way ahead of its time at the time because uh, it, it was like this big it, – it was k- kind of like Breath of the Wild in some ways. <laughs> oh, wow. But but made like in the 90s in 1999 because <laughs> um, it, it had this big open world and you like ran around it and did quests for people and stuff. Uh, and the open world was very voxel-y and like super low poly and weird looking um, hmm. In a way that was kind of like if you were to do like a N64D make of
0: Breath of the Wild,
1: <laughs> it's, ki- it's kind of what I think Breath of the Wild might look like.
0: Okay. I'm sure somebody is working on an N64D make of Breath of the Wild because somebody's always working on N64D makes of all sorts of games. Someone did Portal. Yeah, and it, I saw like, that. Like yeah. runs on an N64. Yeah, not just like not does just look like Portal. It runs on an N64, which is wild. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, I just bring it up because I, I think game demos need to make a return. You know, with the seventy dollars well, game, kinda, and uh, they, they are they, they have. are. Yeah. And if rumors are to be believed, they should be making even more of a comeback uh, with Microsoft and. I think Nintendo's even got some stuff in the works and Sony with the game trials on the new PS plus packages. Uh, I think like part of game pass is going to be like more game trials for games that aren't on game pass, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that could be cool. But, and then steam does all their next Fest stuff. So I guess, yeah, demos are back, but there are so many, it's hard to really parse and, Seems like a lot of the like big triple A games don't get demos as much. Uh yeah. But you know, like how how do you make a demo for Last of Us Part One? You know, like what are you what are you showing, I guess? Uh, but yeah, I don't know.
1: We'll see. Uh, well
0: <laughs> I it'll have a game yeah. trial though, so you know, it'll probably just be the first like oh, I mean, God you, that is that is your <laughs> demo
1: for Last of Us Part One is to just go fucking play the last of us. Cause that looks, that remake looks like it's barely any different than it. The, it
0: the original. It's all, all it is, is they <clears throat> updated visuals and are changing the, uh, like combat stuff. Basically. It's like putting the mechanics of two
1: onto last of us. I mean, the mechanics then, of two are good. I, I just, yeah. I just care about that, that multiplayer thing. I don't really know good. much about it, but yeah. Mechanics are good, so just put in the take, make it so that there's no story because. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: unfortunately, there is a story in that uh, multiplayer, whatever it is they're making. Uh, oh, I haven't even watched the thing. Well, it will probably be bad. But uh, uh, that's what I read is there is a, now a story component and it's like a standalone thing. We'll we'll talk about great. summer game fest announcements uh, later on, but. I, it's the, We've already said too much about <laughs> the Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but you know, there are other announcements, but we'll get to that later. Uh, yep, yep, yep. For now, we we've got some some contemporary video games and some years old at this point. I don't know, five years, four yeah. years old. I don't know how old some. Of this, my time at Porsche. Mm-hmm. I, I remember hearing Waypoint talk about this game and i could never make heads of heads or tails of what it yeah, was i was like i don't what are of, you talking about i don't know what this yeah. is and I've, I've like in the last year i it was on game pass and i set my girlfriend up with it and i was like oh it's just it's one of those like animal crossing not even really animal crossing but you know stardew 3d make a build yeah. a build a farm um, do <laughs> go into
1: caves yeah. and fight monsters <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird game. I part of the reason I wanted to play it, I've always and they, there was some stuff with labor issues around this game. I don't remember oh, the specifics, but it's worth it's worth noting. There was it was like they didn't pay voice actors or something like that and th- they ended up like fixing it, I think, but mm-hmm. I just want to acknowledge that I know there was some weird uh there was some weird stuff around this game at one point, but um I've I've kind of wanted to play it for a long time because it is such a strange game and the reason i installed it this week is their new game um my time at at sandrock yeah just uh hit early access and it made me go oh i should i'm in the mood for something chill uh i should play my time at porsche uh and it's super fascinating because it's not really a stardew animal crossing is a better Point okay. of comparison, I think, except that it's a video game like <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it it's got to- tons of mechanical stuff going on to do yeah. um but it 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 it's like animal crossing in that it's like this three d world on this island and you have a house and the the like house stuff is is very much like animal crossing, but it's kind of what I've always asked for from animal crossing because it also has this whole like video game going on. Um, <laughs> and you're like, there's like a relationship system with so at a basic level, you run a workshop. That's like the, the basic thing is you're a, you're a quote builder. That's like what they call you. And it's set in like a post post apocalypse. So it's like after the world went to shit and then society kind of rebuilt itself. Um, mm-hmm so it's like this interesting semi-modern setting. Cause the characters are like not that far removed from our modern times. Uh, and it's not gritty at all. Like a post apocalypse yeah. you would like, you would kind of think it's, it's instead it's like pretty pleasant, but at the same time, there's not a, a lot of technology. Like the most advanced thing that they have is cars. Um, yeah, I guess they have a they have a computer, but it's like one of the things you're doing in this game is to find new recipes to build at your workshop. You're delving into these ancient ruins that are like ruins of our times and you're finding CD like data disks and then you take them to this research institute and then they like clean them up and and and, and access toothpaste them and on say, there and <clears throat> exactly. And then they're like, oh, hey we figured out how you can build this better furnace because you, it was on okay. these data disks. Um But it's still like very, it's like a very charming thing too. And it's, it's cool. Cause it's very much a slice of life game. There's just enough story going on where you have your kind of list of goals. And then every now and then, like every like week of in-game days or whatever, and the, the, the time passage mechanic is just like stardew. You, you, use stamina for like pretty much everything that you do aside from just moving around. And, uh, when you run out, you need to go to sleep to get it back or eat food to get it back. Uh, and at a certain point at night, it just is like, you got to go to bed and it takes yeah. you back to your house. Um, <clears throat> so it's, uh, it, it means that time passes day by day and, uh, y- the story will like, for example, one a month or whatever into the game, most of the way th- through the first month. And there's four months per year. Cause they're just like seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, there, were these two guys that I knew already were bad guys because they had talked about them before. These two guys showed up at my house and was like, you need to pay us $50,000 because you have your dad who died and left you this workshop had a debt. And, uh, your character's like, well, no. How am I gonna pay this? And then you start talking to people in town, and they're like, well, "Start on me. You're getting you're getting scammed, basically. And uh. so then, like the 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 civil core, the like cops, basically that aren't cops, uh, like just agree to help you deal with these like fake debt collectors or whatever. So like, there's little story bits like that that happen that give the characters more personality and kind of give it makes you feel like more connected beyond just the daily go talk to people part of the 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 right. connection and you can like get married and have children like you're playing stardew or something to uh to characters in the town um and uh t- but then it has weird stuff like the zo- like not zombie the monster stuff like I just did a, the, the most recent thing I did is I went in this cave cause they want to turn this cave into a, a like spooky tourist exhibit where you go in the haunted cave and they needed me to install a a battery to this like generator in the cave so that it could power the lights or whatever. And there were like rat people in there. And it turned out that the rat people had been stealing stuff from all of the residents and I had to fight this boss well, first I had to fight a big lobster boss, and then because I'll be in the Stormlight. Yeah. Uh, and then I had yeah. to go deeper in the cave and fight these rat people. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and now I have access to a hazardous, hazardous wasteland ruin thing, which I think is like nuclear waste, like ruined the area. And okay. so it's got like monsters in it now. So there's that too. The combat's bad, it's not like it's a good combat it's like you left clicked i'm playing with mouse keyboard you left click to swing your sword and right click to roll um it's not like so bad that it's uh makes you not want to play it but it's not you don't
0: want to go do you're not like i'm gonna get in and do some my time but porsche combat
1: no yeah the reason the combat the only reason i want to go to those places to do the combat is because there's good shit in there um, that i need to build more dd transports which is what they call the car bike things that are for the public transit system that i'm trying to help them build uh so it, it it's that's that's the reason that you want to go in the caves it's just sure. for yeah uh, uh but but overall i'm enjoying it quite a bit i mean it's very chilled out and um the the it's got a decent fishing mini game it's kind of no, lacking so it's in JRPG. Polish. Sure, well, I. <laughs> I think it's like I don't know where the studio is.
0: J- JRPGs have fishing, so if mm-hmm. this game has fishing,
1: it must be a JRPG. It's... Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely got it's 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 definitely like a cross between like a Harvest Moon and a and a Animal Crossing. Uh, but uh, you, there's little weird things like you can't swim, even though. And, and and you can't even walk over, like, knee-deep water. If you, like, touch the water at all, the screen goes dark and, like, re- it moves you back up onto the so shore. Spider-Man. Yeah, the old I guess, old yes, Old yes. Spider-Man game.
0: And modern Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2017. Could he swim? I don't know. I, I don't even know. Don't, I, th- I, I don't he... remember. I don't mm, think so. Yeah. Um, uh, but For what it's worth, the developer,
1: Pathia Games, China. uh Chinese that's what it was. I knew, I thought it was either Korean or Chinese. Um, but, uh, anyway, it's, it's a cool game. I, if you pick it up, I mean, I hear that my time at Sandrock is like this game, but better. Um, and I mean, I don't know if the story is ne- necessarily worth <laughs> seeing through before you play the second one, but, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to play the, I don't really want to play it in early access. I would rather play it when it comes out next year. Or so yeah, this is a nice way to kind of Scratch that edge. So, yeah, I don't know. I recommend it. If you can get it cheap, it's 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 fun. Uh, it's, on, uh, it's on Game Pass on console. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe on PC, too,
0: but it definitely on console. Or it was. I don't know if it still is.
1: The UI is not the best, um, and it's not the best. I can't imagine that it would be the best on uh, controller. It's passable. I've played it some on Steam Deck, and it's passable. It's It's better than not having... <laughs> it at all on Steam Deck, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely not. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's nice on Steam Deck that there's a touch screen so that you can sure. <laughs> touch stuff because sometimes the controller is like, it doesn't, it's not clear what you have selected because the UI is not the best. Uh, it is indeed on PC Game Pass. If you, um, there's funny, there's just weird stuff in it. Like most of the characters in the game, the interactions you can do is like you can talk to them and you'll get a little bit of relationship points with them. You can give them a gift, obviously. So you can get you can get more relationship points with them. You can find out what they like and dislike. Uh, you can play rock, paper, scissors with them, uh, which is like best two out of three. And then you get some relationship points with them, whether you win or lose. And then you can spar them. And okay. a little like combat arena shows up and you like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Cool. And so, like,
0: it's like, a, like a fight club where you're going out at
1: night for illicit underground fights. Uh, people just seem like they just fight each other. Okay. Whenever they want, uh, it's very weird. There's a event that happens that's like the ce- like celebration day or something, and you have to prepare a present to give, and it's because they fly this airship over the town and just dump presents out of the side of it. And then all the people in the town like run around underneath the airship and push and shove each other to pick up the presents. Um and it's I don't remember. There's some like lore reason why it's why they do it. Um <laughs> and the game knows that this stuff is like silly and weird. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Because it's it's got a it's got a nice tone of it the tone doesn't feel like like it doesn't feel like it's made for kids. It's not like edgelordy or gritty either like kids could totally play it uh but i like that the they, they they do a pretty good job of it just being kind of weird and quirky in a way that isn't trying to be overly cute either uh-huh. um so yeah I don't, I don't know it's it's worth checking out on game pass i think for sure if you're looking for if you're like me and you've tried to play stardew a lot of times and can never quite get into it but you like these kinds of games in theory i think it's a good it's it's worth giving a shot.
0: All right. Well that's my time at Porsche. It's like I said, it's on uh Game Pass on console and PC, I believe. No cross save or anything like that, but you know, pick one and stick with it. I think the controller controls didn't seem so bad to me. No, they're not terrible. My girlfriend played it, but yeah. They're, uh, they're they
1: could be better, but they're not they're not like awful or anything.
0: Sure. Uh well next up is a game we both played uh i playing on your recommendation and a game i feel like we have talked about before on the cast but it has been so long that this is a different game than what it was when we talked about it previously if we we did i think we may have talked about
1: it we may have talked about it in its more recent iteration but i think it's They've done so much tuning to it that mm-hmm. it's. I have more complete thoughts on it now than I ever have.
0: And it's in 1.0 finally, so right. Uh, that would be the Cycle Frontier, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. sounds like it could be like a bicycle game.
1: Yeah, like did you ever play the um the the there was a it was the same, it was like build as educational the game where you manage the bicycle trip across Africa.
0: No. But was, that, yeah, this was, does sound like, like
1: edutainment game.
0: Okay. Yeah. This uh, sounds like it could be, uh, managing some sort of frontier cycling
1: operation. I feel like it might've been the same developers, Oregon trail. Actually. I'm not sure. Okay. Though. I think Manif- it was called the African trail now that I think about it. And it was oh. like in the series manifest uh, cycling. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Africa trail. There we go.
0: Okay. From well, the
1: developers of Oregon trail. Sure. Why not? Is there, like... It was good. There's no experience or anything that I remember.
0: I was just going to... let you know, there are so many, like, weird spinoffs of Oregon Trail now. Uh, Oregon Trail and, you know, whatever. Game Dev Trail, I think, was a one. Or, I don't know. There are, there are a lot of spinoffs from those classic games. And I was just like, what sort of bad taste uh, game could you make off of? Africa Trail,
1: but we won't go there. <laughs> no, no, it was cool. It was It was a cool... 1995 educational game that was like, here's what Africa's actually like and well, not the racist and shitty portrayal <laughs> of Africa that you get I, in a lot of 90s media. If, if
0: I can't get dysentery, what's the point of even playing the game, though?
1: There may have been some kind of illnesses
0: that you can I mean, get, like that... Manage your water and stuff. Like, imagine how awful it would be if you were on some sort of cycling trip and you got dysentery. That'd just be... Like, what are you going <laughs> to
1: do? Imagine like, cycling if... and you're just... Yeah. hmm Well, you're... You probably just take. You just probably do it nude at that point, right? Because at least from yeah. waist down. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. <laughs> put a plastic bag over the seat.
0: <laughs> just throw it out, at, you know, at that point. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, what the cycle frontier actually is is a a loot and extract. Game, I don't know. That seems to be that.
1: Seems to be what the what people are starting to call the genre. Okay. Um, It's it's. I mean, it's a Tarkov. Although I'll say Hunt Showdown definitely fits the genre as well. Um, Okay. And I feel like Hunt Showdown kind of came to that, independent of Tarkov. This game is clearly inspired by tarkov like for mm-hmm. sure one one to one like it, it is it, you you could go so far as to say it's like cloning tarkov to a degree with its mechanics but i think it's fine because it's doing it in an interesting way um i don't think that they're maliciously like ripping off tarkov i think it's more just that they they've this they had they were like well we could what if we tried this mm-hmm. um and and i it's an interesting game i don't know it is a
0: sci-fi you're going to some sort of alien planet and there's some lore at the beginning i don't i can't remember any of it it's
1: nonsense uh but yeah it's like they tried to it's it's funny i played two games with the same premise this week (laughs) i one of them was icarus which i talked about relatively recently so i'm not going to go through it again um but a friend of mine bought it so i played with them but the lore is like the setting is like we tried to terraform this planet but we fucked it up and now it's all messed up and we tried to settle it but there's right 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 we couldn't make it so we couldn't survive down there so now there's the space station in orbit and it's like a thing to go down and recover bits and pieces of the the attempted settlement of this planet um so there is your it's justification
0: fine. for the, the Luton and, and extracting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, this is my first Luton extract game that I've played. And there is a much more clear cut progression, at least where I am currently, mm-hmm. uh, than what I expected. Uh, because when you talk about Tarkov or we, when you talk about these games in general I just think okay I'm just going in and I'm finding better stuff and then I'm going out and then I have the better stuff and I can go in again with better stuff which makes me harder to kill I think and I I've never really tried to I've never inquired really and I've never yeah. tried to dig in and be like what is actually the the justification of, all of it and some games it is just uh you know you just want to get better and have better stuff for the PVP aspect but
1: that seems kind of like how hunt more... showdown is okay Tar- tarkov is much more of a is this i mean again this game is is more curving mm-hmm. from tarkov tarkov has the same it doesn't have the like the station area where you walk around that's all okay. menus mm-hmm. but it has um a set of different vendors and you have reputation with them and they give you tasks to go do and it'll okay. be things like go it's just it's kind of like the cycle it's actually they do have fetch quests but there's less there's more different stuff that you do than in the cycle Um, right because it'll be like there'll be ones where it's like i need you to put these uh analyzers on these trucks and stuff and then you have to go through the map and put them on the trucks and um and and stuff like that, and or and then there's also the fetch quest ones. There's somewhere it's like I need you to go into this locked room and get these documents that are in there. Um, right. And so it's it'll it, it's it's very similar in that it has all these quests, and then there's like an end game where you hit a certain point and you've like done all the quests, and you kind of you kind of beat the game to a degree with mm-hmm. Tarkov, but everyone's competing with each other also and there's always stuff your the PvP element is always happening and then every you know 6 months there's a wipe where everybody starts over again um so yeah. it keeps it interesting cuz then you go you go through the the game again and the reason why it's fun to do it multiple times and play it, play it through over and over again is because of the PvP aspect and like people get really into like how quickly can I run through all of the, the stuff basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, since you're dying and losing stuff, you could get the best guns and armor in the game, but then somebody manages to kill you and then you got to work to get the best guns and armor in the game again. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: And is there crafting stuff like in the cycle totally. or, okay. Yeah. Uh, in the
1: cycle or in Tarkov?
0: In, in Tarkov. Is there yes, like there the same is. kind of yeah. crafting? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's, you're doing the, the like apartment upgrade stuff in the cycle. Mm -hmm. I assume you got to that. Yeah. 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 In, in Tarkov, it's a lot more complex, a lot Mm -hmm. more. Um, but yeah, you have a hideout that you're building stuff in and then there's different, uh, crafting that you can do. Uh, and, and the crafting is a lot more in depth and there's a lot more of it in Tarkov than there is in the cycle. Um, you're not like crafting guns necessary? i don't There probably maybe there is a way to i don't think you can craft guns in in tarkov i think that's all that's kind of what i was referring to but um yeah but you can craft like meds you can craft backpacks Mm -hmm. and stuff and there's all kinds of stuff you can you can make in tarkov the cycle is is i would i would call it like baby tarkov not Mm -hmm. to sound pejorative because i'm enjoying it but it's definitely like Tarkov is so, feels so impenetrable when you start playing it. You, like, look at everything and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> really confusing and and hard to figure out, like, what I'm doing here. Um, and the cycle is a lot more like, no, here is a tech tree that you mm-hmm. go down the tech tree. Yes. And it's it'll say, like, you need hardened metals. You can find hardened metals in, in settlements. Mm-hmm. And then you go to settlements, and then you find hard metals laying around. Yeah, uh, it is. So. Yeah, that that is very nice, and it is very
0: much a free to play game. But it it is free to download, free to start, all that stuff. Don't bother buying the starting packs. You'll get better stuff than that. Quick,
1: probably. Yeah, um, or or do if you want to, 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 to not. You want some extra stuff to start with, but don't get mad. I would say don't get mad about them because
0: sure.
1: yeah. <laughs> Tarkov has a similar thing where there's different editions of the game that you can buy, and I have the like highest tier edition, and it is nice to start with a little bit of extra stuff. All but right. it's also it, it it's not that hard to get that stuff. It's yeah. definitely it, it's it's it, I'm I can't the pay to win argument is like sort of but not really you definitely are paying for things that do have gameplay effects and implications but it's it's really not worth getting upset about it's 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 like if you it's like paying for like in call of duty if you could pay to skip the first five levels of the grind or something right and it's like yeah, technically now you're queuing on launch day and that person already has the level five gun. But does that mean they're going to, like, beat you? Probably not, because <laughs> you can get yeah. popped by somebody who has shittier gear than you in the cycle very easily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's my biggest issue, actually. Well, I, I have a few issues with the cycle frontier. I would say overall that I'm enjoying it. It's much better with other people. Um, that's okay. just it's that's kind of true of Tarkov as well, but I think that Tarkov is more viable. Friend, my friends and I have kind of decided that two to three people is the ideal team size in Tarkov, because more than that, and you start because in the cycle again, Tarkov for babies in the cycle you can team kill there is team front like team damage in fact my my friend killed me the other night um but it also gives you a big bright blue outline when you're looking at your teammate so that you can tell it's your teammate so the only reason that you would shoot your teammate is if they're in between you and a thing you're shooting at and your gun recoils and like hits them or whatever which happens surprisingly a lot when you're playing with teammates but <laughs> it's a mis- it's easy to like In Tarkov, there is no indication of who's on your squad. So when you're creeping around a building and you hear somebody step on glass and you go in Discord, does somebody just step on glass? And people are like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. And then there's a person that steps around the corner and they're crunches the glass. And you're like, everyone needs to stop moving right now because I'm going to pop whoever's moving around the corner. And then everyone's like, I don't know, It's I don't think it's, it's, it might be me, and then you shoot them, and then it was your teammate, (laughs) and everyone's like, oh, fuck. Uh, That stuff happens in Tarkov. It doesn't, it can't really happen in the cycle. Um, (laughs) So playing with another person in the cycle, I say all this to say that it's a much more distinct advantage than it is in Tarkov, because in Tarkov, the more players you add to your group, the more your communication has to be really good. Otherwise you just can end up being a liability for each other. Whereas in the cycle, if you're playing as a duo and thankfully they cap it at trios, but if you're playing as a duo and you see somebody and somebody sees you as the solo player, you just need to fucking run because there's no way Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to survive the engagement.
0: Yeah. It's I've had a few PVP encounters and I i am mm, like fifty fifty on them uh for like winning and losing uh and I've had some where it was just oh they you know they got the cover and they just had better aim than me. one was I had no idea where they were, they were like you know they were they were scoping me out, and they were like a long way away, and I was just no hope of yeah. uh you know my guns versus their guns no hope, and then somewhere I just you know I got the drop on the person and I, I took them out and it felt very exciting when I got my first couple kills. Like, oh yeah, I got that person. They were yep. not prepared. But one of the things I had trouble with uh, was I've been playing a lot of Apex recently, and <laughs> this game is not not at all uh, Apex when it comes to the shooting, to the, no. the movement. Uh, so it's very like I'm just like running around like trying to do the crouch slide I'm like ah, why can't I slide uh, the, and stuff uh, like you that. You can which
1: is... slide, but it's not an apex. It, it, slide. It, yeah, no, it is not. Uh, it's not the. It's not the same. And the so movement that, is the adjustment has been difficult. Yeah, I like the shooting in the cycle just fine. It's just different. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like. It's not the... a
0: value judgment. It's just so different from a game that is so th- good, like Apex. Yeah,
1: I think the recoil on the guns is really good. I like the way yeah. that like i the, the better tier guns do more damage, but also the the recoil is different too. I don't, they, they feel different to me. Some people are saying that they, they aren't different, but I don't know. I, to me, they feel very different when you go up the tiers, Um, which is another big difference from Tarkov. In this game, it's just got like fo- kind of almost like Fortnite rarity for weapons, um, except that you're bringing them in because you're buying them, and then yeah. when you die, you lose them. But Tarkov doesn't tell you hey this gun i mean the gun stat screen for tarkov is like insane it's it's very hard to almost impossible to parse when you're when you're first starting out because it has like they have like so many different stat values uh and they all mean something tangible in game feel and the game doesn't tell you like the game doesn't say like oh this is a blue assault rifle it's just like this is the gun and this is the ammo that it shoots and figure it out. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you'll sort of determine over time, Hey, this gun kind of sucks. This gun is better, et cetera. But the game doesn't really tell you what guns are bad and which ones are good. Um, and the cycle is much more like, no, this is the, the common pistol. This is the uncommon pistol. This is the rare pistol. And this is the legendary pistol <laughs> um, or whatever. Uh, but um, I like the way that the shooting feels Generally from gun to gun, the movement, however is not particularly good in the cycle I think that that's yeah it's it's rough it's the vaulting is so hit it's, or miss
0: yeah there have been a lot of times where I'm like I feel like I should be able to
1: climb up this thing and just can't that yeah that's and, not great yeah it's that's frustrating uh, and I don't know what the solution is, but I really think that that's like the biggest hurdle no pun intended because when you're in an engagement with somebody and you're trying to dive behind cover and then you're like, I'm jumping, I'm trying to jump up this thing. This ledge won't let me get over it. And I, yeah. I should be able to, I know I can cause I did it earlier right in the spot. It's very, very frustrating. Um, but uh, that's probably like my, my biggest complaint with the moment to moment gameplay. Another thing that the cycle does differently than Tarkov is, and this is seems like very granular, but it has a huge impact is with Tarkov, you pick a map, it has more maps than the cycle, but it's also been around for longer. Tarkov's like yeah. in alpha, but it's,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's <laughs> it's going to be in alpha forever. Uh, it's like Fortnite, the way that Fortnite was in alpha yeah. forever, beta forever. Uh, anyway, But anyway, you pick a map in Tarkov and then you hit Q and each map has a different player count because they're all different sizes. And you know, the player count is a mix of singles, duos, and squads, and you can have squads of up to five in Tarkov. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you queue as a squad of five people on certain maps, um, like there's one map that only has six people maximum in it. So wow. it'll be like your squad and one solo player or whatever. <laughs> um, and I think it'll just pop for your squad because when you hit queue, it match makes you. And so, you're you it, the idea is that everybody drops in at the same time like a game starts like a battle okay. royale game, and everybody spawns at the same time um the spawns are random in it like they are in the cycle but in and and you get you you the extracts are similar in that you get a certain number of them that you can use but in tarkov you there's no map in the game you just have to know oh. where the extracts are um and what you do is you have a map open on, uh, <laughs> like on a second monitor or something. eft tools on a second monitor on your tablet or whatever uh and that will tell you where the extracts are and they're really good map tools that are filterable and stuff but then you do have to navigate and figure out like okay this is where i am and eventually you get to a point where with several of the maps now i can just i don't need a map i know i know where everything is mm-hmm. um and i know where i am based on like the woods map i can tell yeah. you where all the extracts are uh, and guide you to them But uh, the, the thing in Tarkov is you have a timer that ticks down, and it's usually around 40 minutes. It depends from map to map. And then you have to leave by the time the timer ticks down. Otherwise, you're dead. And once the timer gets to zero, the game, the session ends. Whereas in the cycle, there's dedicated servers that are... And there's dedicated servers for all this too, of course. But in the cycle a server just runs for six hours. And when you match make, it's just finding you a server that has slots open on it. Mm -hmm. And then there's no time limit. So you can just sit in a game for hours, for the whole six hours if you want to, as long as you leave by the time that the server's going to close. And I don't know if that even tells you. Like, I don't know how that works because I've not been in one that's going to close. And the map kind of... Dynamically respawn stuff over time, so it'll respawn like loot and stuff, but it
0: must because i there it have does been so many times where I've gone into a place and I'm just, there's nothing I need to be in this area, and that's there's nothing my issue. here
1: this is my biggest problem with the game structurally is you'll have quests to like the worst I can get over it for the like materials thing. Because it's kind of like, well, I'll just run to the next place. And I, I've heard the materials respawn on an hour timer, which seems like Oof. way too fucking long to me. But, uh, sure. But you definitely have drops I, where you, even I mean, when you're looking you at
0: materials. You can go wherever to find a lot of the materials. Not all of them, yes. but a lot of them you can go to just, okay, I just need to go to another zone and yes. that'll have a camp. The one that's
1: infuriating battle. for me is when it's like, you need to kill X number of striders at the science camp. No, yep, like,
0: I've got I've got one for the swamp, and I need to kill five
1: Striders at the swamp. And I'm like, that one. Somebody's already like killed 10, them all. And I'm just, yeah. yes, and and they and the and the monsters do respawn, but they respawn after these storm events, which happen ah, randomly. Mm-hmm. And when there's a storm, you have to hide inside because like lightning strikes everywhere. And then the storms last like ten minutes. They're so long, and mm. you're just sitting there inside, and it's dark and it's not really tense because once you know that the building you're in is clear, nobody's going to come in because yeah. the storm's happening. So everybody found their building already and you'll mm-hmm. die if you're outside in the storm. So it's like, I like go literally a
0: sandwich and
1: yes, a storm happened. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go do my laundry. And I left the game running <laughs> <laughs> to and went and like put laundry in, in the laundry room, which is a building away from me because I was like, oh, fucking I. I don't want to sit here and wait for this whole thing. And then it respawned the enemies, but it then it respawned like two striders and I needed to kill five of them. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, oh and I God. did end up getting that that quest done eventually, but it took like six or
0: seven drops to do yeah. it and and it, when you spawn in there's no guarantee that you'll spawn in near that area so you might have to walk oh, yeah. across the entire map I, that happened yeah. to me multiple times where i was like okay i need to be in the swamp which is in like the southwest corner of the map and it yes multiple times spawned me into like the northeast corner and i'm like oh my god i do yep. not want to have to go all the way down there
1: uh and then it's like i've had it where it's like yes i get down there and and then I see a uh a, uh a, a strider and I'm like, yes, fuck, I'm gonna get another one of these. And then there's a there's a guy <laughs> nearby, and I'm like, I just need to kill the strider, man. I don't wanna fight you. And then they're shooting at me and I'm running away from them to try to go kill the strider, and then I manage to pop the strider and then they kill me, and it's like, well mm-hmm. That didn't I, count. It does, oh, it does. It does, it like, does
0: count. It does count for killing them, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like I end up like, well, you know, I burned this gear, I guess. At least I got one to of kill the kills one Strider, that and that part of it feels really bad, mm-hmm. and it's very frustrating. And for some reason, it's the the in Tarkov, it's certainly frustrating when you can't like similar things can sort of happen because like Tarkov doesn't have monsters; it has scabs, which are like NPC. PVE dudes that that run around with with guns and stuff. I mean, like they're like they're 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 what you think they're like scavengers, um, and you can actually play as scavengers as a whole thing. Uh, but if, because of this, the way that the map timer works, it's like if you need to kill scavs, they also don't generally give you like locations within the maps. It's just like you got to go to customs and kill scavs, and so you go to the map customs and you got to kill scavs there. And because of the way that the, the, the server structure works, it spawns a bunch of scavs when the game starts. Like, And so they're on the map, and there's a finite number of them, and then eventually player scavs can start spawning in at a certain time or point. Um, and so it doesn't feel like, with the cycle, it's like you're not going to have an issue with Tarkov where you drop 10 times and don't see any scavs. It's just not going to happen. Um mm-hmm. It, it may be that you struggle to kill them because they can be harder to deal with than the enemies in the cycle. Um, but it, it's not, you don't run into this same problem. And I definitely hit a, the, the one that was the worst wasn't even the swamp one. It was the, there's a quest to kill striders or enemies in the lagoon. Yeah. Which is in the the the, the southeast corner of the map. And I went there like five times. And every time I went there, there was another person there. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying like, even like push to talk. Like, I just don't, I don't want to fight you. I just want to try to kill stuff that's there. And they're also camping there to kill stuff, to do the same quest. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, I guess we're going to have to fucking kill each other because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so those, that can just feel so bad. Uh, And I, I don't, When you pair it with like the quests where you need specific loot and then the loot is too big to fit in your safe pockets, yep, Mm -hmm. that can be so frustrating too. And then you get killed and then you're just dead, yeah. But you know, at the same time, I think the fact that it is so simple to throw your loadout back together and then get back into the game Mm -hmm. means that it's a little less frustrating i guess like tarkov is there's going to be a good five minutes at least of downtime between games because the loadouts are much more complex and the the there's queue times there's always two to three minutes of queue time um and so i don't know from that perspective i think the cycle is kind of a better one to start with because if you get your shit rocked over and over again at least it's quick (laughs) to get back in (laughs) yeah this it's a weird game this seems like a game that could easily launch on console. If it
0: hasn't already, I'd be surprised. But uh, like Tarkov, you know, like they're in alpha or, you know, whatever oh. they say they're in. And it's it's never going to come to console. It, it is so no. like hardcore. But the cycle seems, well, it'd be complicated. And I I think there's totally a market for a free to play game like this. There's not really anything like it on console that I'm aware of. Uh, um
1: i think hunt showdown is on console is it uh but i I could be wrong about that no i think i think i'm pretty sure hunt's on console and hunt is certainly different in more ways than than tarkov uh the cycle is much closer to tarkov than hunt is Mm -hmm. yeah hunts on ps4 and xbox one okay um But it is, Hunt is also a loot and extract kind of game. Mm -hmm. Um, Hunt has a more competitive objective at its core. Yes, like you're hunting down like a monster or whatever. Correct. There's a boss and you're trying to, to, people are trying to, the boss has a bounty. And so you're trying to kill the boss and then get out with the boss bounty. There's a lot of other stuff you can do in Hunt aside mm-hmm. from just try to kill the boss. So it, it's it's not quite a battle royale where it's like this is the objective, and you can leave the game, like you can leave the map through an extraction point in Hunt whenever you want. Yeah. Um, so it's still, I would say, part of this genre, but it's definitely different. Although they did just add to Hunt like a quest system that I think is similar to the missions and, sure. and tasks in the cycle, and which brings it much more in line with those games because it's going to give you a much greater incentive to do stuff other than just go try to kill the boss. Um, so Totally. And Hunt is also uh, very scary. So it's not <laughs> going to be for everybody just because, um, like, the bosses... The, the, the standard enemies in Hunt, I'm sure, are terrifying to a lot of people. They don't really bother me, but they're just, like, zombies. Mm. Uh, but the fucking boss... I don't really get scared by games much anymore. The bosses mm-hmm. in Hunt Showdown are rough. They are very oh, wow. very upsetting. <laughs> They're like like a it there's like one of them is like a disfigured part person spider thing and it like it's all and it's always inside and it's always dark where it is. And it skitters around, and it's huge. It's, like, the size of, like, it's bigger than you as a person. Mm -hmm. And it skitters around and, like, moves really fast, and it moves kind of jittery in, like, a fucked-up-looking way. And it'll, like zip up and get right in your face and attack you and then sprint away and yeah. it is great not, love it it's it's fantastic it's a bad time it, like you find it and you see it you can see it skittering around from the outside like you'll see it like mm-hmm. go past doorways and like in the the like rotten slats in the roof you, you'll be able to see through it and in like see it moving around in there and it's like typically what we what what we always try to do when i do play it is like stand outside and shoot into the building Mm -hmm. when it runs by (laughs) so we don't have to go inside and fight it and that's like just one there's like a really fucking scary ghost monster there's a there's a butcher guy that has like a pig head on his head Mm -hmm. and like it's the the bosses in that game are fucked up so if you're if you're i like it because i like scary shit Mm -hmm. so even though the spider boss fucks me up, it's like I want to do it still because I, <laughs> I am into the being freaked out part. But it's going to be a huge turn off to anybody who can't handle horror stuff in games. Uh, and the cycle does not have that issue. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's definitely it, not scary.
0: It is the you know you just have the anxiety of. Oh no, if I die, like I, I lose my stuff, but it's yeah, it, there is no
1: like yeah, no I am being stalked and being scared. Sometimes it's Tarkov can be scary because it'll be so quiet and then out of nowhere someone will shoot at you mm-hmm. and you get that PUBG sphere of uh-huh. like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud because you turn the volume up really loud in your headphones because you so want to be able to uh-huh. hear footsteps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's Curious. not a horror yeah. game. Yeah. Uh,
0: I have been thinking about going back to PUBG after my since I've been playing Apex so much.
1: I I've been played some curious. late last year. It's fine. It's, yeah.
0: I just my friend, know, th- I, I, I
1: really enjoyed PUBG when I was playing it. Uh same. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh the things that my the thing my friends and I keep coming back to and, and I do think the cycle has a, I'm gonna continue to play it for a while. I wanna at least get through all of the starter quest lines. Sure. Um and I'm on, like, the fifth step of each of them, which is the last step. Um, but uh, my friends and I, whenever we talk about, like, playing PUBG, or they were going to, I guess, play some squad this weekend at some point. Never heard I, of that. I, I don't. It's a shooter. It's a it's a team-based shooter. Um, but we always come back to, like, why don't we just play Tarkov? Because we know we really like that game, and it's... Better than these other games, <laughs> uh, so yeah. different experiences. You know, you can't can't always go to Taco Bell. You know, like well, except also they announced uh, Tarkov uh, Escape from Tarkov Arena. Okay, is that like a CSGO type thing or like a... Sort of. It's closer to like, I think it's closer to like Call of Duty Team Deathmatch. Okay. Um, And it's gonna be it's like a standalone game. You get it if you have the like collector, not collectors, Mm -hmm. but the Edge of Darkness edition that I have, the top tier edition of Tarkov, you get this Escape from Tarkov Arena for free. But otherwise, other people will just buy it. You can just, you you can buy it independent of Escape from Tarkov. And it's just the Tarkov movement and shooting, which is Really, really good, um and you, but but with like without the the loot and extract element, and it's just Whoa. dropping into to death matches. So
0: now, Escape from uh, Tarkov is never going to come out because everyone's going to play Tarkov Arena. Obviously,
1: we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to play a lot of. But <laughs> definitely, this
0: is this is their Fortnite move. They go Fortnite saves the world. Eh, what's that?
1: Uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. <laughs> uh what if you have tarkov you can bring your character's loadout like you can bring your inventory mm, into okay. this arena i don't know if you're going to lose it when you die that would seem crazy to me but yeah if um, i'd be but but we'll see the, how the details work out uh but uh it's it's um it like, sounds
0: very good everything's osp everyone drops in naked into a match
1: and has to loot all their stuff uh I don't think so. I I think (laughs) it's more like Call of Duty setting up a loadout, and you and you'll level up in arena and unlock new guns to put in the loadouts and stuff. Well, Uh, I'm sure you'll uh, be telling us about this whenever it drops.
0: Is there like a time frame on that? I don't,
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't watch that. They did like their. I think it's just a coincidence that it happened to line up with the Summer Games Fest stuff. Mm -hmm. But they did like a stream the other day. I still haven't watched the recap of it. That. Uh, I need to, because they have a big patch incoming, because there's going to be a wipe probably next week. Mm. Um, so, yep, I am excited for the wipe, and I'm hoping it's next week, because I'm going to have a three-day weekend at least next week, and I want to play a lot when the wipe happens. Oh, good for you. Uh, everything's
0: coming up, Patrick, over there. Uh, so- sort of. <laughs> I would like for the last bit of my COVID to go away. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, of course. Yes. That would be, <laughs> Hey, it, you know, it is, it is, you have re- re- started to recover. You were on your path to recovery. So I'm not contagious anymore. I can, Hey,
1: there's, there's that. Yeah. You're not masked this week. Yeah. That's great. Uh. Yes. Yes. Still mask. I still, still wearing a mask when I go places, but which, I will do I that forever so. because uh, God, you just yeah. should. It's just a good, it's just a good thing to do. So, uh, but I shouldn't be contagious
0: yeah there's there's a whole thing with like uh, Japanese people and like they trying to limit like if you're outdoors and more than two meters away from people, like it's okay to de mask but everyone's just still wearing masks anyway, and like that's good I, it's yeah, Better other line here everyone. I would much prefer it that way i I do run into my students like after school and
1: they're not wearing masks, and I'm like. Hey, God. Time. i'm not gonna say anything but come on uh here no it's basically pretty much everybody's done with the mask thing the the, yeah. the state was like we're gonna lift the mask mandate and everyone said well the state says we don't have to wear them mm-hmm. anymore and mm-hmm. now the covid numbers are mm-hmm. more out of control than they've ever been and it's mm-hmm. like hmm weird mm-hmm. interesting how that works but we're never yep. going back to masks i guess so yeah. people are just gonna it's... die yeah. <laughs> god i hate it but uh what i don't hate
0: is uh, Supermassive. Uh, speaking of scary games, uh, with it's like Showdown. The, that, I love that song. Supermassive Black Holes. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. That's, that's, mm-hmm. A, that's a good one. Uh, but no, this is uh, Supermassive Games, creators of Until Dawn and the Dark Pictures games, uh, the, the Man of Medan, Little Hope, and mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. of Ashes. Uh, they had their the spiritual successor, to Until Dawn uh, launched yesterday the 10th uh, which is so all their games have followed basically the same sort of formula Uh, they've been cinematic games that are kind of deconstructing and playing in the horror space not not always deconstructing but playing with perceptions and uh, Mm -hmm. preconceived uh, notions that's what I'm trying to say Uh, And, you know, using these stories to, to, through quick time events and dialogue choices to, uh, you know, give you a a story experience. And their Dark Pictures games were a shorter version of Until Dawn. Until Dawn's like a nine hour-ish game, whereas Mm -hmm. the Dark Pictures games were like three-ish hours. My understanding is the quarry is much more Until Dawn length, like nine-ish hours. That's what I've heard, too. Uh, but I have not, you know, I haven't looked at how long to beat or anything. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to go in and I'm just going to play it till I beat it. Well, sadly, I can't play it like I played until dawn, which was literally from like 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. <laughs> in August. So I literally played it until dawn, uh, which was a good way to play that game. One sitting, uh, a lot of fun. But the quarry is, story-wise and production-wise, it is... Like incredible uh, So far I'm not I'm not super far in I'm still like In the setup Basically I, I finished chapter one I did the prologue In chapter one And It is a summer camp uh, Situation here uh, You know and You're so playing it
1: on PS- PS5 five? I, I got it on okay, PS5 cool.
0: So I could play With like You know HDR And the 4K And the big screen Sure And I'm not sure If it's my TV's fault Or if it's the game I think there's like a little bit of both, but there's like some ghosting on when like I turn the camera too fast. The, oh
1: come on. Apparently but, the PC version is real fucked up. Well,
0: uh, I'm good thing I made the choice I did then. Uh yeah. But <laughs> it's it's not it's getting pretty yeah.
1: hammered in mm. user reviews. Yeah.
0: The Man of a Dawn was pretty rough on PC when it came out, but Yeah, I that yeah, that's it seems fine on PS5 so far, except I do have to knock them for their their quick time event diagram or, like, their icons is fucking miserable because most the only quick time events I've had so far uh, through part one have just been move the left stick. And it'll, like, there's a circle in the middle. And then there's another circle inside of that circle. So it looks like, oh, I'm supposed to push the circle button on the DualSense controller. No. You're supposed to wait until the a little arrow pops up around the circle, and then you move the left stick in that direction. They are not clear about that at all. They do these little, like, in, uh, tutorial videos that are, like, the kind of cartoon, like, 50s cartoon animated sort of thing that try to explain the stuff, the mechanics of the game. But they just don't explain what you're supposed to push or and that yeah that really bugged me and i i had to like google it and i was like why is this not working why have i failed every quick time event so far and why have they all been the circle button and then i realized oh no it's not the circle button it's the fucking analog stick Uh, so that was that was annoying but once i figured that out i've been having a very good time with the game uh it is a like i said it's a summer camp game uh all the kids have uh, left summer camp and you are taking the role of the camp counselors. Uh, there's like Jacob, Abby, who's played by Ariel winter from like modern family, uh, Mm -hmm. Dylan, Nick, Caitlin, Emma, and what, uh, there's one more and I can't remember their name. Uh, Dil- I just said Dylan. I don't know. Yeah, there's 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 a healthy cast. David Arquette Dilton. is
1: here. Yeah, I know. David Arquette's it. Lance Hendricks is in it too.
0: Yeah, yeah. There there's a, a very um hefty cast here. They have they continue to do their darndest to bring in Hollywood talent and for the most part, now that they're on like full I I don't think this game is on like PS4 or Xbox Series One. Uh, oh no it is it is. But the PS five version uh looks pretty the, good like the uncanny yeah, valley the stuff face is, is yeah. not so much there uh like they are really like going there are a couple scenes in the in the intro where they are just like right up on the eyes uh like and they look incredible uh it's it's very odd and but odd enough like wow we can they can really do that now huh uh and it's Because they're so in tune and going for such a a certain feel with the horror movie aesthetic and with that goal in mind, being able to get really close up on the eyes and like the pupils enlarging and all that detail is really incredible and adds to the, to the tension. Uh forgot where it's going, oh yeah, yeah, so uh the story it starts off your like intro is two like boyfriend and girlfriend going they're two of the counselors they're going to show up early, some spooky shit happens in the woods, they get lost, spooky shit happens in the woods, they get run off the road, and you come across the remains of like an old carnival mm-hmm. or like weird fair, so like that's already spooky. It can be some like Houdini handcuffs and straight jackets and Silas, the dog boy, you know, uh, (laughs) all all that kind of sideshow stuff that uh, I'm sure will come out to be very spooky and unpleasant uh, later on. But I am now in the part of the game where they're like okay we did the super spooky intro and now it's like everything's like happy and fun and everyone's you know oh, this guy's sad because his summer fling is over and this guy's just a dickhead and this guy uh, is the loaning brooder you know get the intro to all the characters and mm-hmm. walk around camp and uh, it's it's very impressive the you know the fidelity and the space that they've created oh now I remember what I want to say about one of the characters is uh, Emma. I don't know the actress who plays her. She looks very familiar, but there's something about her lips that looks not right. Like mm. the way they're rendered or maybe it's I, I, I don't know what it is. But there's something about the way just like her lips and her teeth interact that looks they're like too pronounced or something. I'm not Ooh. sure. It's very distracting to me. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend says she looks like Chloe Kardashian, but that is not who plays her <laughs> as far as I know. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The kids go home for, from summer camp and the counselors are... They're getting ready to leave. And some choices lead to them being stranded for a night, which David Arquette's character, who is the uh, leader or the owner of the summer camp, is not happy about. He is... Uh, this is an issue for him and sure. we see uh he's like okay well uh get in the lodge stay there do not leave i'm going to come back tomorrow and we're going to get you out of here uh but i we can't get you out of here under current situation so uh bye bye and you know you get some what i assume based on previous super giant games or super massive games is a kind of, like, fake-out, like, yes, this is an issue, but it's a secondary issue, um, there, you know, it is not the, and this is not the thing that we really need to be worried about here, we need to be worried about this, but something else is brewing, and, uh, we'll find out what that is later in the game, I assume, based on previous, uh, previous games by Supermassive, because they follow a formula, generally, uh, late game, you know, late, yeah, late game twists, uh, which they mostly, mostly deliver on. Only little hope, I think, was a whiff, but if you've liked uh, Supermassive games in the past, I think The Quarry seems to be a no-brainer. Nice.
1: Cool. I'm excited to play it because I'm glad that it's kind of I'm glad that they're doing the Dark Pictures, but I'm glad that they're also making something a little longer that's outside of that. Yeah. Because I know that Dark Pictures are it's an anthology. They're not sequels to each other, but I'd still like to play them in order. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas this, I feel pretty good about just picking up the next time we're we're wanting to play something.
0: There is. uh, So they've always done like the find the thing in the world and it'll like give you a hint of events to come. And usually that like in Until Dawn, it was like these totems and you pick it up and you would... At that moment you would see Like oh at Seven hours from now Something's going to explode or something You know yes. uh, I don't if... really
1: help you that much I feel like but
0: I, I've had several That uh, you know like Oh I can like tell Something Like enough to tell me like oh something's coming up Like I remember seeing this Thing sure. so I need to be prepared uh, But yeah oftentimes They're not super helpful but you know sometimes and so like the one in uh i found two so far and one of them was very helpful i had a choice of like okay do i sabotage this thing or do i sabotage this thing and if i saw it like oh if i sabotage this thing something's going to light on fire and i don't think i want that <laughs> uh and if i you know i got i got another one uh you get these via tarot cards Uh, So, like, the first one's The Fool. I found Temperance. Haven't found any others. And the second one was, like, oh, if I... Maybe if I leave this thing here, I can use it later, maybe, is what I'm thinking. And that'll, like, save me from a monster, perhaps. I hope. Uh, Because you've got... uh, There's a lady, uh, like a, you know, kind of carnival tarot card reading lady with a bunch of skulls and, like, a, a raven in her... The room i don't know where she is i don't know who i'm talking to her as but she uh she like reads you like oh here's what this tarot card means and do you want to see what it could be um hinting at like in the in the game so you're not getting the results of the items as you pick them up you're mm-hmm. getting them after the fact as like, you talk to this lady and then she's like, Oh, here's what this means. And here's what to look out for. And she'll give you some hints as opposed to just, here's the, here's the thing. And you don't have to watch them either, but it is, sure. I've replayed the intro like three times now because once was because I was like, why am I not getting any of these quick time events? Something is wrong here. So I replayed yeah. it again. And then I, played through like most of part 1 yesterday but then i was like i missed something i was missing like th- uh, i missed like a few things cuz i just i i advanced before like fully exploring i was like no i want to i want to go back and i want at least in the first like few areas i want to try and get like everything and that's how i got those first uh two cards was by playing it a third time uh this evening but very very easy to miss i feel like much easier to miss than the previous uh supermassive games which has been was a little frustrating but that's how these games have been and now that i've like okay i've gotten back into the groove i know what i'm looking for more or less Uh, i think it'll be not as bad uh you know well i'm gonna play the game throughout uh you know to its conclusion, regardless of what happens now, but sure. With that, I haven't missed anything. Uh, I, I feel like I've missed a tutorial though, uh, because they number them. It's like oh one. I've but I oh, feel like I didn't worst. get. I didn't get like two or three or something, and I'm like where because it was like one two four, and I'm like where's three? Did, was it was because I missed yeah. a tarot card. No, apparently not. Um, because I went back and I found it. They didn't give me a tutorial, so um, I'm not sure what's going on there, but. You know, it is what it is. Maybe it'll come up later. I've only had one type of quick event. There hasn't been any others, which is weird. You figure they would tutorialize more things in the beginning. But, yeah. Uh, they... I haven't dug super deep into the menus, but it seems like they're not surfacing character traits as much as they did in the previous mm. games. Because before, in the previous games, you'd have, like confident romantic uh yes, yeah. aggressive uh like floating around like oh here's how, here's the personality like here's it... how they're reacting to people
1: yeah it always seemed like you could kind of make choices based on that and it would uh-huh. it could help but i don't know that stuff always seemed like very like it didn't really need to be there yeah but it,
0: it seemed what what it did allow was for you to sort of game the system be like oh i don't want this person to be aggressive i don't think or i don't want them to be like antagonistic towards this person i want to try and like make choices that will be the opposite of that i don't i you know i want to bring that down and it would show you like their relationship meter with other characters yes and maybe i just haven't looked at all the menus but it doesn't immediately surface any of that information to you in the quarry so it's You'll get. You still get like the pop up, like, oh, this person didn't believe what you said, or they're suspicious, or you know, whatever it is. But you can't just at a glance like open a thing, like, oh, do they trust me enough to agree with me and yeah. do this thing or something? Will they leave me hanging uh, if this happens? So, I'm curious to see how that all plays out and. Because I I was never really trying to game the system with any of that stuff, but it was interesting to see, like, oh, well, this person really doesn't like me now, uh, but now you can't really tell what any of that stuff is, uh, which is fine. But interesting. Uh, So, yeah, Yeah. the Quarry, if you're into the Supermassive games, uh, definitely check it out. If you haven't played any of them and you're curious... Maybe check out one of the Dark Pictures games to get your feet wet because on console, like on PS5, it is $70, uh, $60, and the PC version doesn't sound great, but
1: is, maybe... Is there only one version on PS... Oh, no, never mind. Sorry. There's, there's a there's, PS4 there's... version, too, but... I was uh, th- I was thinking there was a cheaper version of the game that you could get on PC uh, that didn't have all the features. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. not true. No,
0: there's the $60 version, there's a $70 version on PC that has, like, the collectors... It's got, like, a horror movie, like, a, a gore... Yeah. Gore mode, which I'm not sure Gore-fest what it is. Gore-fest
1: movie mode? Yeah, yeah, which might just be a little more, like, over and the And 80s-themed characters' outfit, outfits, yeah. and these outfits are pretty fucking good. hmm So... <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it is a solid like you know they know what they're doing the, these people are horror movie fans they're yeah they're having a good time and i am excited to see cuz you know summer camp movies like cabin in the woods i'm i've never been a big fan of the 13th fan but like cabin in the woods and slasher f- films are my favorites uh in like the horror movie well, kind of stuff so doing that kind I'm... of like setting is very exciting
1: I will play everything that they put out because Until Dawn is so surprising. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a, I won't spoil it for anybody, but it, it goes from such a like, oh, I know what this story is going to be about. And it's still good. It's still mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever. It's, this is simple, but it's, I'm having fun with it. And then it just goes like mm-hmm. total hard left into like, whoa, I did not see this coming at all, but mm-hmm. this is what the story was going to be about. And it's still about the other thing too, and it's good. Yep. It's it's yep. really good. Yeah,
0: uh, you you really should play uh, House of Ashes. House of Ashes. Yeah,
1: I know. I, I, I we've. I know you're going Man to of... play
0: Little Hope, and yeah, uh, you're gonna be. I think you'll be mad about it. Maybe. Um, yeah. I, maybe. I I was uh,
1: personally. Um, uh, Man of Medan was. We didn't jump right into little hope because I got. I, can't, yeah. I don't think I've told the podcast the story on the podcast before. I think I've told it to you separately. Mm-hmm. But like, we just we had like choices that I made that maybe it was yeah. we did talk about something. Yeah, podcast probably it seemed yeah. seemed inconsequential and like it wasn't a big deal. And then it ended up killing off a character, I, and I was so fucking I, mad about it is it it's like the, the
0: fuck, I man? Was it something like at the beginning influenced something at the end?
1: No, it, I, well, I don't know. Maybe it. It was definitely that.
0: Was it, like, in the there last was... cut scene someone died?
1: No, it's not the last oh, okay. one. Okay, okay, okay. It was... I mean, it's... Little Hope is... It's one of the character. I don't even remember the name of the character, but, like, there's a scene where there's a bad guy, and he's, like... Oh, right, you know, right, he, right, right. He right. thinks that they're infected, and, like, everyone's gonna die, and so he's, like, who am I gonna... Do? You know, I gotta kill you because you're infected, and you have to try to convince him that you're not infected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like... You, you even if you do all the dialogue correctly if you had missed one quick time event in the previous mm-hmm. section right then you fail not because of any narrative tie from that to no, this moment uh-huh. but because the game is like well you failed mm-hmm. you failed four times in this chapter so someone has to die and i really yeah. dislike that that's how they decided to determine the the, the death Definitely. states is like you hit a certain number of failed prompts yeah. Feels shitty to me. And I also did not like, and I, this is a thing I, this is sort of a thing that I think is, I have a feeling about for all of their games, and I hope that they move past it. Is I wish that it wasn't a binary state between like, you failed too many times and this character died. Mm-hmm. And there was, it, there was more like nuance and like, well, you failed. Three times, and the character lived, but at what cost? Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I, um, and uh, until dawn has a little bit of that, but yeah. Uh, well, and I would like, like to see them expand on that. Yeah, and you know, and without giving too
0: much away, like until dawn, the first like half of the game, at least as far as I know, uh, I haven't actually dug deep into it, but the first half of the game is like people aren't actually. Like dangerous things happen. They are in danger, but I don't think anyone's like. I don't think anyone can die in like the first half of the game, as far as I know. Like maybe they could, but uh,
1: I feel like there's a couple. There's a lot of. Cases there's a where lot they of can,
0: but maybe uh, there's a lot of fake outs like halfway through that game, yeah. uh, where you're like, oh shit, they're dead, and they're like, oh, just kidding, they're not, mm-hmm. uh, which is effective. It works. I hope they don't do that again here. Uh, like they, there's, you know, throughout the games, they have these moments, but I don't think they hang as long as they do in until dawn. Uh, but I, I really think you'll like house of ashes. Uh, there, there was probably my favorite sort of sequence and like character death was in house of ashes. Um, I was. I would be curious what would happen if they didn't die, or if there's like a way around that whole situation. Because uh, I did try to like replay that s- scenario to like get the get the perfect outcome, and it.
1: I couldn't figure out how to make it happen. I think part of why I enjoyed Until Dawn so much is that on my first playthrough, I got the absolute best possible ending. Just like, I was just good enough at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I failed like one prompt the whole game. <laughs> I I was an idiot, and I got one person
0: killed because uh, I was like, "Oh, this per- this person was trapped in a place. I bet," th- and I hear their voice. Oh, uh huh. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go
1: help this person. And, oh fuck! I do think that that movie night mode in mm-hmm. the quarry sounds cool. It's like you just, like, make choices ahead of time or something. Like I, Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't There's... know exactly how it works. And then you just watch it. You don't have yeah, to actually, yeah, like, yeah. do the quick time events and stuff. I think that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: yeah, I, I do want to dig in and check out the other the other modes. Like, Man of... They've done th- interesting things with most of the games, I think, w- in that regard. Um, like, Man of Madon had, like, a director's cut or a B-side that you could do, uh, which seemed like the only right way to play the game kind of like it seemed like the only way to get the good ending which i didn't necessarily like but it, it is what it is and then little hope just kind of disappointing all around honestly man of a or not man of a house of ashes was just like their storytelling was on a, and uh the action was on a next the next level for them which is weird, because the whole game is just cinematic and quick-time events, but they made it very exciting. Uh, much more than their other games, which are not unexciting, but they're not, like, actiony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the Quarry seems very good. I'm excited to continue on and be <laughs> spooked out, and I'm sure with the added fidelity, it's going to get very gross. Now I'm, like, regretting maybe getting the... Special edition with the uh, extra gore movie mode or whatever, a gore fest movie mode, or yeah, I maybe I shouldn't have done that because, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see, we'll see. The yeah, Mortal Kombat fatali- fatalities, Mortal Kombat
1: fatalities up in here, probably. I definitely, the <laughs> there's like, uh, the um. I, maybe this is a good transition yeah. to some of the Summer Games Fest stuff, but some of that Callisto Protocol game looks like something I'm going to enjoy playing. However, some it's of could be the, so gross. Some of the stuff in it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! Mm-hmm. There's like the gif that's going around of the 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 monster like biting half of the guy's head off, oh, and God. it like rips his skull all open, and there's brains everywhere and stuff. I was just like holy shit, man, this is maybe more than we need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's great? Alien. <laughs> you know what has some, like, blood and gore in it? Alien. But you know what, like, recognizes that maybe I don't need to see the person's head ripped halfway uh-huh. open? Alien. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. There. There is... Uh, less is more. Less
0: yeah, is more. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we can uh, talk about the... The Summer Games Fest, uh, what's been going on? We don't... Neither of us actually watched the Summer Games Fest proper stream. Nope. Uh, with the, the I key, might watch the a talk three, over. as uh, people yeah. have said. Uh, I'll probably, like, kind of skip around a talkover and put it on on the side or something, yeah. Uh, just yeah. Just because it's... After the fact, I, I was asleep when it happened, the time zones.
1: So. And I wanted to watch it, but I was working and my headphones were uh dead and i because i forgot to charge them because i have airpods and i didn't have a charger with me so it was like well i can put it on over my laptop speakers at the office but i didn't really want to do that so i just hey eh, you're <laughs> well, yeah, well that's i could have for i am in a situation where uh-huh. it would have been fine it, it uh, would have been i was also the only one funny. working that uh, day yeah. so it would oh fine, well but... then, then oh definitely but but i just didn't want to I just didn't want to. I wanted uh-huh. to either sure. listen to it in my headphones or not at all, basically. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: And it, you know, it sounds like maybe you made the perfectly fine choice. Uh, there were a few things uh, announced here and there at the key, the key at Key Three. The Keeleys are a different thing. Key Three, uh, the Last of Us Part One, changing the name yeah. would uh-huh. uh, a much less significant remake than I was expecting, but also. It's Somewhat pointless, in my opinion. Uh, it's like the mechanics yep. of Last of Us Two are part two are good, but they're not so good that you need to transplant them onto part one. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know. It's. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that it is a. It is easy money, basically. Uh, yeah,
0: it is another way to sell that game.
1: Apparently, I don't know. I. I, I apparently. It had a pretty brutal production cycle too. That's what I've there, heard. There was
0: um, well, there was a internal studio at Sony, like a very small like Wetworks team that was originally put on it, and then so, like I think Ben Studio was also supposed yeah, to be involved, and then like it, and nobody wanted to work on this, and then it went back to Naughty Dog, and they were like, "We're going to do it now," and it's like. Okay. And then that wet work studio at Sony was like closed and I it sounded like a whole mess getting this thing out, and I don't know that there's a point. Like you made it look better and you changed the mechanics, but why? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and we say this as people who are both excited for <laughs> Resident Evil Four remake. We don't know what that is. Like, it, they could be basically doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but and... Resident
1: Evil Four came out in like 2005.
0: Yeah, but they've also resold it <laughs> for like how many times? And
1: yeah, I, but yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's the same thing. I mean, no, Resident no.
0: I, I just want has... to address like, yes, we are talk. You know, we have recently shown excitement for a, for a remake of another game that has seen re-releases before and we don't even know what they're actually doing to the game uh that look and what they've shown looks very similar to the stuff that has come before but we'll have to wait for next week i assume we'll be able to talk more yeah. about it i assume the capcom showcase will have something to like detail what the four remake will look like uh yeah we mentioned callisto protocol i guess that got some gameplay at summer game fest i believe and mm-hmm. so did like six other space <laughs> horror games. <Yes.
1: laughs> it seems like that's a hot genre right now, which is fine with me because I and will play any good space horror game. But, none of them, uh, Alien Isolation two, which is a bummer. But I should—I st- haven't played through Alien Isolation one, and I should really Instead, do that. Instead, there was is Alien Isomation metric, isometric. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's yeah, a word. That, it's. Yeah, I, it's 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 kind of on the. I think that's that's one of my. I'm, uh-huh. I know there's I people have, who love that genre. I yeah. have nothing in me at all for isometric co-op shooters. Mm-hmm. That's like, I only bring it up. It's not. For, I only brought it up for the
0: joke. For the yeah. <laughs> yeah for yeah, the ISO, yeah. alien ISO something. I,
1: I, people like those games. So uh, those kinds of games so good for yeah. them. It's the same thing with that like Ninja Turtles game that they showed. I don't fucking care about that. I like Ninja Turtles, but I don't right. give a shit about. A side scrolling brawler in 2022, but I know there's people that that's like their favorite genre, so good for them. Mm -hmm. Um, there was, so I am curious. Uh, we were talking about Tarkov
0: earlier, Tarkov Arena, and how that might be similar to Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is, I know you really loved Modern Warfare.
1: Is Modern Warfare 2 got got you excited? Have you watched the trailer? Do you have any thoughts? I haven't watched the like level playthrough. I need to do that. Okay. I was very much like, eh, I don't know. I don't care that much. But then I heard that there is a map and this may be leaked information. I don't know. I don't the person I heard it from does not work there, but uh-huh. they may know somebody who works there. I don't know. Um so maybe we're maybe I'm breaking news or something. There's apparently a map called Grand Prix that is set oh. around a Formula One race. And so I was like, Okay, well, <laughs> Twenty four seven Grand Prix. I, I, I would you want? It's cars not, driving
0: through. Well, or would you? No, I don't think there are. I think it's. I'm like, not. I'm not saying are there. Would you want cars driving through? I mean, and you yes. can like try and run across like the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could try and run across the track, and then if you time it wrong, you just get sick. wiped the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Okay. That would rule. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you would also kill the like the car if a person if a car one car hit a person the car would also disintegrate um but uh the yeah once i found out that there's a a map so the thing that i like about call of duty is and counter-strike to a degree is i like the way that the maps are like interesting places that to have like a combat scenario it would be fine if it was like paintball or something it's not that mm-hmm. it's like yeah. i want people to shoot guns at each other in normal places it's not that it's just it's interesting to think about like what would getting into a firefight at a formula one race with all the people gone obviously be like um and so yeah i it it's that that map sounds cool and i'll probably end up getting it to play um and i think it looks good and if it's Modern Warfare is very good. So the first one or the 2019 one, you know, uh, so if it's anything like that, gameplay wise, then I'm sure I'll have fun with it. I skipped the last one because I didn't like black ops that much. The, the newer mm-hmm. black ops. Uh, so I skipped Vanguard because oh, nice. I played some of the free weekends for Vanguard and was kind of like, it's fine, but it's not that good. Uh, so, I am definitely ready I think for uh some some Call of and, Duty time. And there'll be apparently this will be the last one for a little bit at least. Uh, Which is a good thing. It makes yes. me more interested in it. Um because the biggest the biggest problem that I have with modern warfare is like it's and it's totally psychological, but like there's more stuff I could do in modern warfare one, I didn't like unlock every single gun skin. And like I didn't unlock every single attachment for the guns, but it's so like, I don't want to go back and play the one from three years ago, which is a bad mentality to have, but it'll be nice to have a little bit of a break and just let this game be the call of duty for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
0: And that'll that'll last through the Microsoft acquisition. Assuming that goes through, uh, yeah, sure, I guess so. Uh, which will be uh, interesting to see how that goes. Um other news, uh, Hon- Honkai Star Trail or Star Rail, yeah, excuse cool. me, from the Genshin Impact uh studio. Yeah. Uh is open world space or sci-fi RPG adventure, I don't know. Uh It's like turn-based, turn-based stuff, yeah, turn-based. So. interesting. Uh should be, I don't know, a few like Genshin Impact, maybe you'll like that. I don't know. Hawkeye Impact it,
1: was their first game, so yeah, um, it'll be, I don't know, it'll be interesting. G- Genshin, the problem with it is that I just, you, to, to really get the most out of that game, you have to play it every day for an hour yeah. or two, and I just don't, I don't want to really play any game every single day for an hour or two, uh-huh. yeah, so um, except I guess maybe Rocket League because I kind of do that now, but <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that's. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but you can also like step away
0: from rocket league at any time and then come back and like, you'll have lost maybe some skill, but you can just like not be like, exactly. Oh, I'm deep yes. in a hole the problem with
1: Genshin. Yes. The problem with Genshin is definitely that it's like, fuck, I got so much stuff I have to do now. Um, and it's a pain.
0: And uh, I missed, I missed four events and 15, right. yeah. tr- three star character or five star characters or whatever. Um, yeah. Thankfully for me, uh Bluebird team did reveal a game, and it wasn't Silent Hill. Yeah, which is thank I, God. They still, still, they still, people, they
1: still could. They still could. I still but. hear people claiming that they're doing the way it's working is they're doing a Silent Hill two remake.
2: Yeah, and they could be.
1: I don't know so, if some, some team. other team is doing the new Silent Hill. I, um, I, but supposedly
0: I, there are multiple
1: Silent Hill projects in development. Yes. Um,
0: it, it, part of me I don't know wonders, if Bloober Team is a two game studio but maybe Part they are. of I don't me
1: know. wonders if maybe Bloober Team was on Silent Hill and then the medium was kind of got some mixed press and then Konami was like mm, uh, May- I don't maybe uh that would be I'd- weird but I mean people did get pretty upset at the idea that they were making a Silent Hill like, yeah it's pretty people are pretty vocal and i feel like silent hill is not a franchise that is big enough to um sure
0: you can't alienate your fan base a, right off yeah the bat. exactly
1: um i think that if anyone were gonna do that it would probably be konami so it's like i don't i'm not saying it's that very, i have true, very true. That much faith in them but I could see it. Like, Resident Evil, that's so huge that Capcom's like, fucking whatever, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Yeah. But Silent Hill <laughs> is kind of a precarious thing where they have a fan base that has continued to play each of those games even when they've been pretty bad. Silent, and Hill, S- Silent Hill fans at Sonic fans it's just right there holding hands, singing Kumbaya. And and I feel like S- Silent Hill is is a much smaller property even than Sonic. Because, oh, 100%. Like... It's, we, I mean, we think of Silent Hill as being this big thing, I think, but I mean, I think it's fairly niche among... Oh, 100%. Triple-A, if you even would call it that. I mean, it, it is franchises. very much like
0: Resident Evil has gotten to triple-A production value totally. and stuff, yeah. and like, but like, you know, back in the PS1, PS2 game, days, they, you know, they were horror games. They're much like movies. Like, they're operating on a limited budget. They're using, you know, technical tricks to make their money stretch further and make things scarier and obfuscate things and all that kind of stuff. Uh, like, those games aren't super long. Uh, but that's, like, you know, one of the worries with, like, Bloober Team is not subtle or, like, if, you know, if Bloober Team could do justice to the kind of the early Silent Hill, like Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3, maybe even 4 is often considered like one of the good early ones. Uh, Blooper Team, yeah. their recent games or kind of their games in general don't really show that kind of care or um, yeah, towards the issues brought up with like mental health and grief and all of those things. So yeah, I, thankfully they didn't announce a Silent Hill game from Blooper Team. Uh, yeah. That was uh, the key key three there have been some other events. I, you know, Devolver did a thing. They, I was surprised by how few games they had. Uh, there wasn't anything like the plucky squire looks cute and interesting. Uh, curious to see what that is, but beyond that, it was
1: so like, 51 uh, was there. Day of the devs was pretty cool. Okay, was there any, uh, anything um,
0: worth bringing up trying to I didn't watch it. Okay.
1: But nice. a friend of mine got Rock Paper did, Shotgun everything did. that happened at Day of the Devs 2022. Uh this Despilote or Despol- Despolot... uh there's no accent over the e so I'm not positive how to pronounce it but it's about um the it's an it's a game about like the World Cup in Ecuador. Okay. Um it looks the uh very cool. Um it's like not a soccer game. Oh, uh, it is a soccer game, but it's yeah, I don't know. It it's not like a soccer game like you think. Um it looks okay. cool. <laughs> uh yeah
0: it's, it's it's yeah. A lot of uh indie games happening here. Uh hard to hard to say too much. I got like, you know, some cartoon looking stuff and some other, you know, Choo Choo Charles was was there, uh, which that was that's the train game, right? It's
1: like the the yes, horror first person that... <laughs> horror I'm game with the train chases you around. Excited about that, it looks fun. I'm I'm interested. Oh, oh, okay. This this
0: in this trailer, Charles is like a man now with like a train, like a Ooh. Thomas the Train face. I, I this is it's looking like amnesia, <laughs> it's like the Dark Descent. I okay. Uh, this this is getting out of hand. I thought that was all a joke, but apparently not. Uh, okay, we'll come back to Choo Choo Charles someday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, the summer. I think the Gorilla Collective is happening right now as we're talking. Um,
1: nice. So I've, I, yeah. yeah. So there'll be stuff from that, and I feel. Um, I think you know it was a conversation in in our Discord to a degree. And I agree with the, the, the sentiment that the problem with all these indie showcases is just, there's so many mm-hmm. games and I am really happy that there is such a ability for so many studios to make games, but it, it, it is kind of just like, I can't keep track of or keep up with the, the like raft of, Basically anymore, and I feel I'm not happy about this, like I'm not, this yeah. isn't great but I find out about indie games either through word of mouth or they pop up in my Steam queue. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. I don't, I don't, I don't I yes. can't keep track of games media talking about 20 different indie games mm-hmm. at once it, it, and, it, and that's like on the low end. Uh, <laughs> and even
0: we talked at the top of the show about uh, game demos and how they're coming back and Steam doing like next fest is happening now steam next fest is happening now or soon where they're gonna have a bunch of demos and there was one year where they were like 700 demos and i was like you know what i'm not even gonna fucking look because that's too many i can't i can't process 700 games like when i look at most of them go i don't not interested in the way that looks not interested in whatever this is a 2d platformer i i don't care that much like you know every once in a while there's a good one i i enjoyed playing celeste but the chances that this random game on the, you know the steam demo page that i play is
1: going well, to be the next celeste it's very small and and like celeste is who published that yeah they, that they was, self-published. I think it was self-published yeah Celeste got so lucky because yes, the right people 100%. saw it, and then it yeah. blew up. Yeah, totally. That's my. That's kind of what I'm saying. Is like, there could be another hundred Celestes out there, mm-hmm. games that are just as good as Celeste, and I'll never know about them because they didn't yep. break through the noise. Yes, um, and, yes and I'm always, not arguing uh, for like fewer games, but I just don't know what the solution is. It's it's
0: yeah, frustrating. I, I am I'm glad all these games can exist and that people can make them. But it is a bummer that it, like, they just, you know, they get lost in the noise and they're competing with, you know, 600, 700 plus other games for your attention.
1: I guess and... it just makes me wish we lived in a world where we were less concerned about hitting dates and, like, making the money because I feel like it would allow for more, <laughs> like, collusion between developers to sort of spread these releases out in a way that makes sense and 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 leaves more room for different things there may be too many of them to even do that but yeah, uh,
0: well, yeah. you know like i mean these you know I, i'm just talking about demos but you know when there's 700 demos and they're for they're up for a week or whatever it's just like how how am i supposed to find the time to like actually sift sift through this and find what's good totally and then yeah absolutely you know you end up you like look up oh what's worth playing on the steam next fest or whatever and you just get like you know the same 20 games or whatever from all the publications mostly not always but you know you'll wind up with at least 10 or so of the same and there'll be (laughs) games you have already heard of so you know how do you find like the actually new stuff is always a problem oh yeah
1: yeah that's weird
0: We'll shout out Super GG Radio for they are always on that indie beat. Find a new yeah, interesting a stuff to talk about. Uh Absolutely. So if you will want to find new interesting indie games, uh, they will
1: talk about them on Super GG Radio. But uh, and and but that's kind of to my point. Like they're a really good resource, but you know they they can only that hit so many that team. And knowing that team on a more personal level, like I'm really happy for them that they enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. But like. That takes a lot of effort yep. and time. Yep. That's like it's their the, yes. thing. This yes. is to do that. Like their yeah. whole hobby is sifting yeah. through indie games. It seems yeah. like. And yeah. <laughs> I, I just like <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> That's it. Couldn't be me.
0: What? Um, okay, wait. So you know that one year, like it last year, two years ago, um, Devolver did their like. E3 like go around the show Floor like game and play our demos Or whatever like the virtual Mm -hmm. go Around you know they made a game to as Their marketing thing yeah what if They did Like they pair they Paired up with Tarkov And you you went into a Tarkov map and you had to pick up the Demos and extract with them Would that help you find Indies if you were Just picking them up in a Tarkov map and then like They installed as you extracted I don't know.
1: I think I just want to keep <laughs> playing Tarkov. <laughs> what if you played Which them is... in Tarkov? Uh, and you go. Yeah, you go, and you, see you find.
0: You have to find computers around the map, and then you're like, "Oh, this one has this game installed,
1: and this one over there has this game installed." Do I get like stuff for them? Do I get, you, you get with tar- therapist? You get, yeah, you get like Tarkov bucks. I don't know. No, that's not. Those are called rubles. (laughs) I
0: I don't know why. They should change Russia's
1: national currency to Tarkov bucks. That's what they should do. (laughs) The Uh, funny thing about Tarkov is (laughs) it used to... (laughs) The value of Bitcoin in Tarkov... Which is extremely funny because the bitcoins are physical objects in Tarkov. Like you mm-hmm. they're funny. You can put a crypto you can put a crypto farm in your hideout and it'll farm crypto for you. But the farmed crypto is like a physical coin. It's, that just, it's, fucking, like, like, pressing. it's just like 3D yes. printing. It's, <laughs> it's very funny. Um and uh it used to be tied to the real value of Bitcoin, but like because the real value of bitcoin compared to like russian money and american Mm -hmm. money is so fucked up because of how like bad the exchange rate is for the ruble they just changed it and (laughs) made it no longer based on the (laughs) because it was like a balance issue they're not like yeah it wasn't because they were like ashamed or anything it was just it was a balance issue yeah Uh, and it's very funny that's yeah Oh, weird, strange. Because the game has dollars and euros in it too. It has okay. like rubles, dollars, and euros, and there's different vendors that take different currency. Okay. Because um, like Peacekeeper is an American guy, uh, he's one of the the vendors, and so he wants dollars um, because he's ostensibly going to go back to the sure. U.S. at some point um, and spend his dollars. Uh, and Bitcoin in that game was just all fucked up because you could sell it for dollars, and it was like a crazy, uh. amount, but. You sell it for rubles, and it was an even crazier amount because of the way the mm-hmm. exchange rate works. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in the game, there isn't an exchange rate. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> crypto, fungible tokens. Um, My interpretation of that whole thing is that they think that crypto is stupid, and that's why pro- I mean, uh, you <laughs> it know it they make it a, physical a, a, tokens. A, yeah,
0: yeah. Like that is a that is
1: a. <laughs> I think it's a joke,
0: but it, I could it, it, you know, it, maybe they're way into it. If if it isn't a joke.
1: Like they're stupid. Like I, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, they've they they've definitely been there. Has been a Tarkov NFT conversation from like the fan base of people mm-hmm. that are also in NFTs, and I'm pretty sure that I've seen them. Base mm-hmm. of Nikita, the main dev at, at Battlestate, kind of be like, "No, fuck off." <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I don't know. that's
0: good. Uh, well, uh, the Steam or not the Steam the. Summer Game Fest is going to continue uh, tomorrow on Sunday
1: with the, the Xbox only thing I c-
0: Showcase.
1: The only real thing I've cared about because I had very low expectations for this year is seeing some Starfield gameplay. Uh-huh. That's like they've they've got to do it. They have to. They show have it. They have to, right? It's the last time. It's the last summer game. I know the game's delayed till next year. But yeah, if it comes out in, sp- I think if, it will. Hit if they delay, if they've year.
0: delayed it. And don't have gameplay to
1: show that just looks so. Well, then it's bad. Be, that's like well, then that's holiday twenty twenty three. Yeah, you know, like I, to be fair, to like together. some
0: games they are showing them later and later, and like they hold gameplay. Like they didn't show Fallout seventy six till like six months before launch, right? Uh, and Fallout four was <laughs> yeah kind of the but... same way. But yes, yeah, so those you know they did come out <laughs> a certain way, and there is more writing on Starfield. Yes. Now they're owned by Microsoft, so they've got
1: cushion. Yeah, it's not like still, oh, Star this one feels...
0: game has to hold up the studio, and you know, still making Skyrim. Fallout
1: money. Four, Fallout Four, and Seventy Six, even more so to me, were like they felt like weird bonus games in a way. Of like, okay. I don't know, like I I remember when they announced Fallout Four, I was like, oh, already cool. Uh-huh. Um, it it was it felt because of their dev cycles being so long, it felt like we had just gotten. New Vegas, not that long prior. And yeah, but like I mean, they they years, didn't even make like New Vegas. New Vegas was weird because
0: you know, since they didn't make it and it came out really quick, and like that whole situation was messed up. But because, like that was I guess definitely felt is, like a bonus game.
1: But my point is that they they didn't need. I almost feel like it was fine that Fallout Four was a little rough and not everybody's favorite because it was kind of like, eh, whatever. It's, it's Mm-hmm. Who, who uh, I don't know that the expect I I feel like the expectations for that game were not sky high. They were people were hyped for it and excited for it, but it wasn't like Starfield where it's this feels like Starfield in a weird way feels like a almost like a follow up to Skyrim even though it's not tied to it
0: well, to me. And I say this as you know someone who is not an Elder Scrolls fan, uh, uh, a fair weather Fallout fan maybe. Um like i f- i feel like in in society as a whole there is while it still sells incredibly well i feel like there is a bit of skyrim fatigue setting in just because it has been like constantly like updated and put th- back out and i feel I like think- th- that primes it for like that primes the community for something new for starfield yes. Uh, and not like oh no people are sick of skyrim like people are going to be playing skyrim forever and ever and ever and that's that's totally fine but uh i think you know the discussion is always so much they're releasing skyrim again uh and not yeah, like yeah
1: i think it's less fatigue and more just that people want something else and yes yes do. that
0: the, yeah and that's really uh, what i mean when i say like skyrim fatigue yeah. is just like they're totally. ready for the next the next thing and not well, the same thing yeah, so again
1: th- That's kind of what it comes down to, I think. That's where the Fallout 4... Fallout 4 is not as good as Skyrim. Like, it's not even... I don't think it's even close to as good as as Skyrim. Fallout 3 was, I think, in a ballpark with Oblivion. Oblivion. Mm -hmm. Um, But Fallout 4 doesn't hold a candle to Skyrim. And so I think that it wasn't like it... It didn't become Fall of Four. Didn't become the go-to. I want to play a Bethesda game this weekend. I want to revisit a Bethesda game. Mm. Whereas it, it's kind of still has been Skyrim ever since Skyrim came out, and so that I think is why it's like we really it's people like me who are really big fans of their games want something new and different. Uh, and you know, I think that Starfield has to be good. Or if it's bad, it's like because then the question becomes if Starfield's bad, it's like. Well, should I even give a shit about Elder Scrolls Six? If you made mm-hmm. if if your if your if your run of three games over a like fifteen year period or whatever have been or whatever ten I don't remember what year it's more than ten years since Skyrim came out. But if everything yeah, since Skyrim, yeah, it's like eleven because two thousand eleven. If it's so, if you made Fallout Four and Fallout Seventy Six, which are in my opinion middling, and then at best, and then Starfield comes out and is not good, it's like, okay, well, so mm-hmm. you've been making <laughs> mediocre to bad games for the past 12 years. <laughs> like, and what the fuck, y- man? <laughs> and then
0: you tie in, because, you know, now they're owned by Microsoft, and how how does that look from Microsoft when they're totally. already, you know, uh, there's a lot riding on Starfield, not just for Bethesda, but for Microsoft in that, yep. like, their first party output has a lot of promise, but still hasn't delivered much. Like, you know, they're they're still doing Halo Forza Gears, basically, has still been their output for quite a while now.
1: And but what I will say. Everything the po- reason that, thing pops up here and there, but The reason that I'm confident I think that Starfield's gonna be good. I think it could be Rough, Mm -hmm. janky, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it could be that have Bethesda problems, but I think it'll be, um, when it's working, good because I don't think that Microsoft is stupid and I don't think that they would have spent the money that they did. Sure. Like, they're capable of making connecting the same dots that we are of saying, like, well, Fallout 4 kind of didn't set the world on fire. Fallout 76 people really didn't like, and now Mm -hmm. it has its defenders, but yeah. I don't think that they would have gone yeah let's go spend billions of dollars on the studio unless they liked what they saw with Starfield yeah. and were like thinking that it was going to be actually good and not just a quick buck. Um, yeah. There's just
0: so. you know so much can happen with a game from Cause, uh from cause it, where you know when this when that deal was like enacted sure. and uh you know you know, because, you know, they put a date on that game and then they went, whoops, nope, we're not making that date and you yeah, know, also COVID also... and there there have been lots of extenuating circumstances and they it could totally be a game with, where they turn it around after the fact if, like yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, so Starfield, okay, hopefully you see some Starfield gameplay, I'm interested in Redfall because I'm just always yep. perpetually interested in what Arcane is doing uh, though I'm not if it's gonna be like a co-op game, I'm like, ah, like I don't want to play co-op. Like sometimes I want to play co-op, but I, like generally not.
1: So we'll, we'll see what's going if, on there. I kind of wonder if that game is like a Tarkov. <laughs> Actually, like it could be. It could be. It like, kind of it kind of looks like maybe it's a it's a it's a Tarkov. So I don't know. Uh, I, I I was
0: thinking, it, like, if there was a dev, or if there if there was a a, a platform that would try and get Tarkov on it, it, I could totally see them like. going, And Tarkov is coming to console Game Pass. Yeah, I just don't think they're ever <laughs> like going to make game a, a pre- console no, version uh, of Tarkov. Ab- but, ab- absolutely not, and especially with like the whole situation with Russia and yeah, right now. I think like that's the bigger issue. Absolutely not happen,
1: but and and t- and I mean, I the developers of Tarkov, I don't, I don't. Get the impression that they're in favor of Putin necessarily because, like, like just business wise, it would it could not happen exactly. Yeah, and they do like they do sales. They did Tarkov does two sales a year, Christmas, and mm-hmm. well, they do Russian Christmas, which is like mm-hmm. two days later or something. Um They do a Russian Christmas sale, and then they do a Revolution Day sale, which is mm-hmm. like the 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 day that Russia celebrates the Re- Russian Revolution. So, like, they are definitely proud to be russian (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't get the impression that they're necessarily proud of what russia does right now but sure uh, i mean there was
0: the and uh, the author of metro 2033 was is like you know outspoken about the whole uh war stuff and it's now wanted by the police so there's only basically (laughs) yeah so much you can do
1: the fact that nikita is pretty who's the lead dev on Call, mm-hmm. like the guy who started battle state the fact that nikita has uh been quiet about mm-hmm. the ukraine situation suggests to me that maybe he's not super pro yeah that conflict uh <laughs> But, yeah. who knows? And yeah, if I were Microsoft, I'd be like, eh. But now, I could definitely probably, see... Is there even
0: any, like, feasible way that they could work with them? Or, like, mm-hmm. sanction? Uh, well, okay, sanctions-wise, like, I don't know. No, yeah, I like, don't think I so like in
1: terms of business. I, I a... just am agreeing that I think that... I think if the situation with Russia were different, I could see Microsoft getting Tarkov on PC Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Because I could see it as a, like... Hey, it's going to be available in game pre their game preview form or yeah, whatever, yeah, and you're yeah, going to exactly. be able to play it. And maybe it doesn't stick around forever. And yeah. for Tarkov, that's like a and then you'll come and buy mm-hmm. the game when it's when you've played it. Um, sure. Yeah. So it would make a lot of sense, I think, if not for the current situation with yeah. the country. But
0: uh, yeah, uh, so we'll see. Supposedly, probably see avowed uh, at this. I hope so. That which... I'm excited
1: for that too. Uh,
0: Yeah, there there was some scuttlebutt uh, from Jeff Grubb, I believe, that, like, they've been ready to show Avowed for a while, but then they were told to do a CG thing for Outer Worlds 2 instead uh, for the Game Awards, and they're like, what? We want to show Avowed. Like, that's what we're actually working on. Uh, Yeah. Which kind of is one of the things that, like, worries me about this event coming up is if, because, you know, that's kind of how they've been doing things, is just like, what's coming eventually and there hasn't been because there hasn't been a lot to like in the immediate future so i hope most of what we see is within the like next this is a pipe dream but in the next six to nine months uh, yeah, but
2: i i
1: think unfortunately microsoft is probably right about i i don't think people care about avowed like i don't
2: Mm. I th- I Maybe. think
1: it's pretty – I think people are re- – I think Outer Worlds is probably the most successful Obsidian game from a hearts and minds perspective. Probably, yeah. Like, across the mainstream. I thought it was extraordinarily I, yeah. boring. Um, yeah. I, like, I didn't – I I got, like, four hours into that game and was like, nope, this sucks, um, unfortunately. I mean, because, you yeah. know, I like Obsidian's work generally. But I think something about that Fallout aesthetic, people are fucking yeah. hot for that True. shit. Like, the, but
0: Fallout has that Skyrim aesthetic going on. Like, you know, it's hard to say from just that one.
1: Yeah, but that, I
0: don't think that one like CG or like it looks I, like CG. I
1: but I don't think people love. I don't think people have the same response anymore to maybe. oh, that looks like Skyrim. I think that was a thing at one point. I just don't think that it is anymore. Mm. I think maybe. I think people in the mainstream are kind of like not – they're kind of done with fantasy, first-person fantasy role-playing game isn't like – Elder Scrolls is still a draw. Like, yeah. that's a huge franchise and, like, very popular. But I don't think something that looks kind of like it but doesn't have the name mm-hmm. really hits the same way. But it does for me because it's yeah. also set in the Pillars world. And I think Pillars yeah. of Eternity is really, really cool world building. So um, I'm super excited for it and, and yeah. I hope. And I and I do think there's a potential, like grub was saying, for it to kind of end up doing really well and, and yeah. being thing that people once it's here go oh shit this actually rules
0: and it's um, on and it's on game pass so it'll be right so lots uh, of people will play yeah. it yeah uh, and it'll it, you know that'll give it a chance to like really be in discussion and you know we'll, presumably we'll see what kind of game it is if it's like more open like a pillars of eternity like a skyrim or pillars of eternity where you've got kind of you know a world to explore and quest to do or i assume it's like that and not just like a you know, go down, uh, go down these corridors and fight some goblins or whatever. Uh, Yeah. You know, there's space for both of those things in a game, but you know, leave that to fable. That's where you go down the hallways and you fight the goblins. Um, The other, there's another, Oh, Josh Sawyer uh, is Josh Sawyer's game. uh, You know, you're a big fan uh, is supposedly Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. to be uh, announced. Jeff Grubb, uh, is seems fairly certain that some it it will be revealed and possibly coming out this year. Uh, it sounds and, like maybe it's actually sort of a smaller project, which is yeah. interesting. Uh, and I was that people will maybe be like, I don't know about this, and then play it and maybe actually be
1: really into it. But I was that's hard to predict. Positive that he was just working on New Vegas too, and they that that it's been he's mm-hmm. been working on New Vegas 2 for a long time since before the deal and they just <laughs> kept it very mum because mm-hmm. they didn't want to like jeopardize uh-huh. the the the, the, Bethesda. the the yeah um but I, if it's a smaller game i doubt it cuz i'm i'm guessing yeah. when they well, do New it's... Vegas 2 which i do think they will do that that'll end up being a like flag like it's ten pole game for them new
0: vegas but it's only like casino games this
1: is this is <laughs> new vegas 2 no i i mean it sounds like maybe it's something totally different like yeah that would ip situation good for good for josh and uh, hopefully i know it it's
0: comes out and is it's cool.
1: either a rpg or an adventure game because he shares like st- he talks about work mm-hmm. on like twitter and stuff he doesn't say like exactly what he's working on, but he will post like like screenshots of his work environment, and he's writing dialogue, like writing dialogue trees of, uh-huh. that you have a conversation. Because um, it'll he'll show like, yeah, you uh, just
0: gotta get, get these trees for you know, hit me, stay. No, this is, this is too rich for my blood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, this is New Vegas too. I'm telling weird. you, I'm telling you, this is New weird. Vegas too. <laughs> I could totally see, like, them for, like, New Vegas 2, it's actually, like, isometric Fallout again, sure. and he convinced them to let him make an isometric Fallout game, um, something like that, uh, but I doubt that's this game, because uh, he mm-hmm. did say it's that he's not working on anything Fallout-related, but I always just assumed he was bullshitting, because... He's the oh. kind of guy that seems like he would never never trust look straight any, at the camera Never trust any game dev ever when they tell you anything Well And he's the kind of guy that seems like he could look directly into the camera and say, no, I'm not working on Fallout New Vegas 2 with a tab open of work uh-huh. <laughs> in his peripheral that is Fallout New Vegas 2. <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: if I
0: would if I was him, I would just have like I would just have like a blank HTML document with the title. New Vegas 2 constantly open in my tabs, so that way if anyone ever <laughs> sees my... Or just, like, you know, an Excel spreadsheet or, you know, whatever, every document this uh, New Vegas 2, but um, yeah, uh, I'm curious, like, you know, there'll probably be some Halo updates or something, I assume. Uh, <laughs> Perfect Announcing Dark, the, maybe. The like beta I, for fucking... Yeah, yeah co-op. Halo I, co-op. It's It's... It I I know they're gonna get that game to a good spot eventually. Like they have to because it's it's Halo Infinite. It's supposed to be a platform lasting like ten know. plus years. Uh, if they don't, I mean, like, damn.
1: The thing is, it is in a good. It's in a good spot. It's just not in the spot people want it in. Like the game is the the game is good. The multiplayer plays well. There's just not enough stuff coming out for it. And yeah, I mean, it has it has the battlefield problem, except that people also actually agree pretty much all around that it's good (laughs) uh um, dozens of us there are dozens of us (laughs) like battlefield 2042 i don't even i don't even want to get into that (laughs) uh but uh um it is wild just that that game is so (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's taken them so long to get that stuff going for it.
0: it Yeah, and I think there have been like more
1: departures from 343s, or yeah three four three. Well, yeah, I mean, it's got to be a management issue if it's taking mm-hmm. this long. Yeah, like, it's got to be that people I, are fed I, up. And like too. you know, COVID is a problem, but like yeah, yeah. When are, I say management issue, yeah. I don't necessarily mean it's like
0: yeah, you know, yeah. Individuals or anything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, I, yeah. I just mean that it seems like there's just not quite the leadership there to because yeah. yes, COVID. But with the right leadership and pipeline uh, yeah. you would think that by now you would have been able to overcome <laughs> yeah some of those struggles.
0: Yeah. And it's I haven't like checked in with the game myself personally, but it does seem like they didn't necessarily fix a lot of the issues people had with the second season. Um so yeah, we'll we'll see how that is going. Uh is there anything you're maybe like third party or else that you might expect to see or hope to see uh, at the Xbox event. It's like services, mm-hmm. uh expansions of Game Pass
1: or uh, I don't know. I don't think they need to. Mm-hmm. I think that Game Pass is uh, mm-hmm. uh, fine and I mean, I sure. could see them maybe announcing um a couple more like upcoming games coming to the the service yeah. but uh, i mean stuff like stalker which for obvious reasons is is mm, in yeah you know, same with atomic heart um those are both games that yeah you know who knows where they're at development wise right now but those are those are two big games that are still on the way um and i i mean i i could see do is midnight suns That's, already a game pass thing I don't
0: think so, but those, de- those deals come
1: come in real hot. So typically, but I, it seems like they probably wouldn't announce something like that. I, that's a game that I could totally see ending up being a Game Pass thing. Um, Maybe on PC anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I wonder if they'll have Outriders there. That's that 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 new Outriders thing, which I think that game was fine. It wasn't like. Didn't they, set the world on fire, but
0: they could. It
1: was fun. But it's uh,
0: not even like a quality. Well, I, game... I I barely played it, but like they're not really like. And
1: I, I guess they're doing deals. So DLC, yeah. A big, coming out for. It? There's okay. a there's a big expansion that's coming out called uh, World Slayer because um, it. And they did a big reveal uh-huh. for the end game. It's apparently like totally re oh, like overhauls. Um, the end game and stuff, and it's it's like got new enemies and new gear and stuff, and it's right. like a big expansion. Uh, and I think it's gonna, yeah, the it's gonna cost. It's a forty dollar expansion, in fact. Um, and it comes out in three weeks, so oh. I could definitely see yeah, that. That could be like Microsoft a dropping, like, hey, this is gonna be on Game Pass because the mm. game came out on Game Pass. Um, yeah, like shortly after launch or whatever. Uh, I'm actually planning on. I think I'm gonna. Hit that game again this this month before that release because I remember you know I liked it just fine. It wasn't it was kind of just uh, Gears of War with loot, so it wasn't like incredible Gears, or anything. But Gears of Loot. But apparently the they did a bunch of quality of life upgrades to it and changed a bunch of stuff and it's mm-hmm. got gotten better. Uh, the player response has been pretty positive to all the changes that they've made.
0: Interesting because the. It- before that game came out they were like it's not a game of service like we're just gonna and you know they're they're mostly just like fixing it it sounds like and like yeah so i don't
1: but i don't think they ever did like a games as service thing i think they did balance tweaks to it and then last november they did an update called new horizon okay which added um it like overhauled the end game and sure. stuff, it, it, but it was more of a like, f- almost like a free expansion kind of situation. I d- that game is not a Destiny. There's no Battle Pass. There's mm-hmm. no like. Okay. There's no FOMO. There's no. It's 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 a Diablo. Like it's like, you know, more like Diablo, but it doesn't even have season stuff that Diablo three has. So right. it's kind of more like old school, like Diablo two or something.
0: Um, there was some leaks about the possible forza horizon dlc but the only dlc i want is dlc that takes out all the game of service shit from forza horizon 5 uh, mm-hmm. apparently yeah. it's uh like hot wheels um so they're
1: going back to that great they did that again <laughs> <laughs> they already did that once so mm-hmm. i don't know it's yeah. cool but yeah i, I don't that, have that any... game is the biggest example of like you like you liked Forza Horizon. What if we just made more of that, but made it worse? Uh, <laughs> yes, and like you know,
0: better in some ways, worse in others. And it's it, yeah. it's it's a bummer what happened to that game. Uh, it
1: is, but I more realize that I'm just done with Forza Horizon. It was it was less of a. The game is fine. I do agree that mm-hmm. it's not as good as four, but also playing it was it, like it's bloated. I really only needed one of these actually, and I mm. don't need them to make more
0: sure. Um, so if it wasn't so bloated, I would be I would have had a great time with it. Yeah. And you know, I had a good time with the little bit I played, but it was yeah. Uh anyway. Uh Yeah, so there'll be a lot of we'll talk more about what actually happened uh next week. Yeah. Uh but it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like there's the Capcom showcase coming this week, which I hope we get to see some Resident Evil 8 DLC. Finally, uh Hopefully. see what Resident Evil 4 remake is looking like. Maybe a new monster hunter. I know like uh Sunbreak hasn't come out yet, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh-huh. Uh and uh Yeah. Uh in terms of Summer Games Fest, you know, things are gonna keep coming. I'm sure there'll be a Nintendo thing. Like next month probably Maybe I don't know. Who knows They they just do stuff When they do it But uh, Our last kind of News story of the week After we've Done way more news Than we usually do Is uh, mm-hmm. Near and dear To this podcast As uh, It did bring us together uh, One Jeff Gerstman uh, Has Parted ways With Giant Bomb
1: For yeah. un- Undisclosed reasons yeah, uh, I don't feel the need to talk at length about it, but it's definitely no, yeah. worth bringing up. I, just, I mean, it's whatever happened there, that's between them. It's not my place to, yeah, totally. to speculate or comment on it. But I will say that I, you know, his new thing, I enjoyed his kind of opening stream. I didn't watch the whole thing because it was mm-hmm. very long. It's, yes, um, that man. But good for him. I
0: mean, by himself, he is very impressive how much he can monologue yeah, and you be, know, in, be interesting doing it.
1: Yeah. Sam pointed, Sam kind of was like, do we really think that a solo podcast is going to work? And I would normally say, no, I don't, but he's the one guy that I think can pull it off. Um, and it sounds like he's going to get guests and stuff here. And there yeah. too. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I think he's, uh, very entertaining to listen to and, um, has a lot of the, you know, some of his stories and stuff are really interesting and, um, I I don't care to hear I don't care to listen to people talk about video games generally anymore. Yeah. Um like I haven't even listened to Waypoint at all mm-hmm. in 2022 um because it's I still like that to actually think I still subscribe to Waypoint Plus but um I still like like the the team there and stuff but I just don't need to hear other people's video game opinions anymore other than my friends. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. But and
0: he- You'd rather be in a dialogue, a conversation about those things, exactly, than just Yeah, having it into your ears. Or,
1: but Gersman is still a guy that I can listen to talk about that stuff, and even when I disagree with him, I find it interesting and engaging to hear his opinions. Sure. Um, so, there, there is such uh, a wealth
0: of of knowledge there from his his time in the yeah, industry that yeah. uh, few few other people can match. Uh, so it is, and
1: intriguing. you know, I'm I'm not necessarily inclined to like I have fell off a giant bomb when the next lander people mm-hmm. left I pretty much fell off completely because the only real giant bomb content I was consuming anymore was the beast cast at that point anyway yeah um and but uh I'm glad that they are energized and you know moving and shaking a little bit yeah. I think it's gonna be Dan being back sounds like it's been great already. Like, they're, they're, he, he like, hit the ground running immediately I, doing I am, Dan
0: things. I am not, like, a fan of Dan Reichert in yeah, general. Yeah. Like, I I have plenty of problems with, with that man. Uh, occasionally he does entertaining things, uh, but, yeah. Uh, he... The new crew is the right amount of antagonistic and encouraging and...
1: Yeah, around it seems Dan like he and Jeff are gonna have some pretty so, good back yeah. and forth, and you know he and Backlar already have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. I think there's him weird and Grub are very
0: antagonistic. Are... Tam is very encouraging of like Dan, do the stupid thing, do the stupid thing.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The the chemistry there sounds like it'll be really good. The thing that I do think is a little <laughs> sus about it, and this isn't speculation about like mm-hmm. people leaving or or whatever, but I think it's the Tam and Lucy thing. It's such a it's such weird messaging because they're like, we're a giant bomb full time, but we're still at GameSpot. And I'm like,
0: I I think part of it is like they're, you know, giant bomb does like very specific thing. GameSpot does other things. Sure. And so, you know, they can still do like more traditional media coverage at GameSpot and then do whatever giant bomb is going to do with giant bomb. That isn't just like what is your game? uh you know yeah
1: it's just a weird <laughs> definitely i don't know it's at a certain point it just becomes like what what are they doing with the way that they're handling these two distinct websites sure. yeah I... like at what point can we just say that like they're the same thing and whether you go to gamespot.com or giantbomb.com it takes you to the same website or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know what the answer yeah. is i mean they're both valuable properties Sure, independent yeah. of each other but yeah it's, it, it
0: it's is weird. yeah it, it is a very weird interesting time for those companies and uh you know and for jeff and the Nextlander folks and all that stuff I, the, uh, things change uh,
1: That's uh never been a better podcast that revival kind of of, of the beast cast that I, they're doing at Nextlander is in fucking incredible best podcast I, i've listened to in i need to go listen a to long it. time it's go so good. and it has almost nothing to do with video games, which is part of why I liked it so much, because it's just it's like frees them entirely from Mm -hmm. the pretext of needing to talk about video games and just allows them to talk about whatever they want. Video games come up like twice in the show, but they also talk about like Max and Mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes and they talk about like (laughs) Vinny trying to deal with the fact that his kid is probably going to start discovering porn soon. And how do he, uh, how does he navigate that? And it's just, it's, it's, it's really thoughtful and funny and like yeah. earnest conversation between yeah. four people who clearly care a lot about each other. And yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to keeping up with that show.
0: And like, I, I've been thinking about this recently as like, you know, uh, you know, as not wanting to listen to video game discussions as much as I used to uh, in kind of when i found giant bomb like the thing that was so appealing was all those discussions l- long ago there were so many discussions that weren't about the video games that was like the appeal of it and then it seems totally. like over time like they just became more kind of focused on the video games uh just because like the 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 dynamic changed, as people came and left and all that kind of stuff uh so i th- i feel like that was part of what kind of led to falling off uh was like the the magic wasn't there because it wasn't actually the video game talk. That was the interesting part. It was the yeah, everything else. totally.
1: And, uh, but man, Dan and Austin Walker play off each other so well because mm-hmm. Austin has this way of when Dan says something ridiculous and like Vinny and Alex are like, God fucking damn it. Dan's being Dan. <laughs> Austin's the one who's there. That's like, no, this is really interesting. Why did you come to this understanding? Uh-huh. Like what happened for you culturally <laughs> that caused you to yeah. miss this? He's not like judgmental. He's not like, mm-hmm. Dan, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, if Dan's like, I don't know what eggs are. Austin <laughs> wants to get to the root of like, how could you have gone through life without knowing this? Not to make you feel bad, uh-huh. but let's talk about like what led to this moment that we're yeah. having. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really, I, I really enjoy it because, the the thing that's hardest for me with Dan sometimes is, like, sometimes when he says dumb shit, it's, like, he revels in being ignorant because yes. it makes people around him laugh. And it's, like, he gets, like, positive reinforcement for it when it's not necessarily his fault that he's ignorant, but also... He also... People, yeah. yeah. People Place should, like, help <laughs> the response... It's fine if it's funny, but the response should also be like, "Wait, no, let's help you like but, learn this thing." But
0: there, but there have also been times where he has come with like, you know, questions that are far too complex for anybody. But it's like, you know, uh, there, oh, there was one. It was like, uh, "Wait, putting food in a refrigerator doesn't make
1: it raw." And I was like, "Okay, we can't go through chemistry," but, <laughs> but like, and, and for what it's worth, some a Dan's the person I've talked to from. That yeah. people the most one-on-one in person and he's not a lot of it is i think a bit i don't know he does not when you sit when you have yeah. a conversation with him he does not come off as like being ignorant or unintelligent he's incredibly kind and really yeah. thoughtful and and very present in a way that like of all the people that i've met who are like quote-unquote celebrities whatever mm-hmm. that,
0: yeah internet celebrities, or, yeah. yeah
1: um of all the people that i've met dan was the one who's the most like present and like mm-hmm. actually having the conversation and not just doing the like oh you're a fan i'm gonna be nice to you mm-hmm. um and so i i mean i appreciate dan for for that in a big way but like <laughs> it's <laughs> hard to listen to him some, talk at times I, sometimes when i was watching best of <laughs> i just like let a bunch of giant bomb best ofs play because i was mm-hmm. in a mood uh and <laughs> the one from E3 not that long ago came up like three or four years ago came up but Dan was like wait do pirates like steal shit yeah <laughs> yeah like <laughs> and everyone's like what do you mean he's like I don't know I just thought they sailed boats around <laughs> and, and, and they're like what how did you think they paid for the boats? And mm-hmm. he was like, "I figured the government just paid for them or something." Piracy, <laughs> like, like the software pirates. Of... Yeah, yes. And then he goes, "Oh, I guess." But when you pirate software, it's stealing. Okay, it makes sense now. Never mind. <laughs> and Jeff Gersman is just like doing this face that's like, <laughs> "I cannot fucking believe this is happening in the middle of this E3 press conference," <laughs> and uh, you know,
0: uh, yeah, and, uh, or you know uh at at the risk of going on too long about this the one of the you know the best was dan asking he's like starts to go off on this question he's like okay so wait in the beginning and
1: vinny just loses his
0: shit he's like we cannot do this
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's funny it's definitely i think that dan needs other people around him to yes. make him and other no offense because i also like him but other people who aren't mike marty <laughs> yes yes <laughs> absolutely i tried getting into Firescape and marty and him going back and forth i was just mm-hmm. like I, it, I can't i can't uh-huh. it was a butthead like one episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> both dudes that i would hang out with and i'd be happy yes, to listen like, to them do that in person so i can participate mm-hmm. in the conversation mm-hmm. but oh uh-huh. shit. <laughs> yeah yes
0: absolutely uh well uh after that nice conversation about why you shouldn't listen to video game podcast or why we don't listen to video game podcasts, eh, uh, yeah, we will know, I'm not wrap up our video game should. podcast. Yeah, no.
1: Listen to what you I want love to all to. the above people. They're really cool. Yes. And, yes. You know, hopefully I don't meet Mike Mahardy one day and he's like, I heard you're an asshole who said, I am not <laughs> I don't, you don't like my podcast. Cause it's not, I'm going to add it all.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it is, uh, you know, every acquired taste, uh, you know, uh, Mary Kish with Mike Mahardy. That's a a great pairing. Uh, I need to get back to Resident Knievel. Uh, But Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us on this video game podcast where we talked about video games and other things uh, on uh, Gaming Fix episode 226 on June 11th, 2022. You can find the podcast on Twitter at FixPodcasts or podchaser.com slash gaming fix where you can leave us a review You can send us an email to gaming at fix.space where you tell us what we got wrong about fallout 4 or something i don't know like i, I think pat was pretty spot on with his assessment but if you think different please let us know Definitely. and uh pat where can people find you so they can send you your fallout their fallout 4 complaints directly uh, you can find me at pjc place on twitter Great. And you can find me, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite video game demo, on Twitter, at s 4 w and uh, at Summer Camp at Hackett's Quarry, uh, helping these teens, I think they're teens, uh, not get murdered. I think they're supposed to be, like, 18, like, going off to college, I think. But, yeah, I know that. I'm pretty sure they're, like, going to be college freshmen. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Game Podcast. Stay wet, gamers.